Womp Squad! Welcome, Womp Squad! Alex, Wait, I have to, to interrupt you right there. No! Right off the bat. Why? Because there's only one thing that matters this episode. Your shirt? No. Oh. Hey, Wom Womp Squad! FNNerdy.com slash bottom shelf. Uh, <laughs> poke. <laughs> poke. Uh, there's only one thing that matters today, Alex. Is it your birthday? Enchanted Arms. The, the the time and time timeless lovely loved RPG of 2007 is backwards compatible on Xbox One. That's it. That's the show. Everybody got a game to play. I'll see you later. Oh, that's why this was gonna be funnier. Shit. All right. Well, bye, Kenway. So that's where you've been. I'm just kidding. We got shit to do, my friend. No, we have a lot of shit to do, guys. Uh, this is the game shelf. So I should have already said that, but I didn't because I always start with Womp Squad. Uh, so well, you were also rudely interrupted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Who cares? Uh, anyway, so this is Game Shelf where we talk about... Um, Kenway, what would you guess we talk about? I wasn't prepared for this bit. Not shells. Okay, Classic shells. Classic cars. Ooh, close. <laughs> Are they... Yeah, anyways, we talk about games. <laughs> games, 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 games. Uh, news, games, news, and Speaking more games. Speaking of news... There's a lot of it this week. Yeah, guys, this is going to be one of those like first episodes that we did where it's like three hours long. But that's because E3 just happened. So we really have to kind of do that anyways. Which I imagine you know unless you've been literally living under a shelf. See what I did there? Haha. Well, speaking of we who lives under a shelf, that's if you are... Shit. Mr. Fresh to the Fresh, if you were produce, I'd pick you first, Kenway. You need a, you need a, a new, shorter version to introduce me. If you were produce, you'd be we Kenway. There we go. If you were produce, you'd be Kenway. If you were Kenway, you'd be produce. Uh, I'm just going to start calling you Produce Kenway. <laughs> produce. Yeah. At, at the word day. has lost its meaning already. At Everyday Produce. At Everyday Produce. <laughs> and I'm Alex, better known as the Moist Huffle Speaking Puff. of which, Sony finally joined the 21st century, and now I am Everyday Kenway on every single platform, including PlayStation Network. Ooh. Yeah. So here's the hope none of my game saves got fucked because Sony doesn't know how to write a fucking operating Speaking system. Speaking of Sony, guess where they weren't this, this past not, week? Not yet. Oh. It's the stuff we're getting to. <laughs> so, the first thing we always do when we start the show. I ask Kenway what he's been playing recently. Yeah, I've actually been playing games recently. That's not true. Name one game you've been playing recently. I've played so much Overwatch this week. Oh. It is actually insane for me. Uh, so, here's the thing, right? Mm -mm. My life, fucking crazy. All the games that I want to play haven't had a chance to crack into it. And you know why, Alex? You're busy? Because they require a lot of time. Uh, you can't just sit down and say, like, I have 20 minutes to play Xbox right now. I'm going to dive into I guess, a story-driven game. Yeah, you can't uh, do that. I started to say Horizon Zero Dawn, but I used Xbox in my thing. Oh. Like, uh, you get the point, though. Yes. You can't play Horizon Zero Dawn for 20 minutes. You, know, you can play for 20 minutes, Overwatch. And so uh, I got some stuff uh, given to me from by Blizzard and I was like, oh, just, I should I should play this game that all this stuff is centered around. Probably should. And so I tried it again for like the fourth time and this time it finally hooked me. I found a champion that I actually like. I've been That's fucking, I've been owning some ass in this game. Let me tell you, I, look, I am terrible at shooters. I always have been, always will be. Won't try to hide that fact whatsoever. But if I can play like five games in a row and get four or five golds in each game. Like <laughs> y'all are terrible. Okay. No. You just we got thrown us. in a match with four year olds. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I must've <laughs> been playing like literally, they were born literally 16 hours ago <laughs> and like their mom is holding their head up while they play Xbox. It's the yeah. only way that I can imagine that I've been doing this well. But the that point is, is I found the hero that clicks with my brain. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. Moira. 
I'm a Moira Main, this guy right here. Big old creepy what? fingernails. Ah, okay. See, I haven't played Overwatch enough to know who I'd be. So here's here's why. My uh my my astute friend who knows oh. lots of things about video games. Here is why uh Moira is the the player for me. The uh her attack, both I guess both of her attacks don't require like precision headshots to do damage. So she's not super high DPS. But her uh, her two attacks, one of them is like a like a heat seeking beam, like there a laser. You go. So that you goes. don't have to be that accurate, right? And then uh, the second one is like you throw like a void ball straight forward, and then any like any enemies that get close enough to it, it'll like lightning bolt off onto them. Ooh, you just have to be like close, close. right? Like close counts in this one. Yeah. But the trade off there is that she's really squishy. She doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Mm. Um, and then the other part of that is that she also is a healer. She's a support class technically. So like. Again, her damage output is very low, but she can still help, right? Like she can right. get in there and help do some damage in the, in the middle of the thick when she needs to, but is primarily like a healing class to, there to to help the rest of the team. Moira. Yep. So there you go. Support well, Kenway. Still playing support roles, but we found one that works for me and I like it. Interesting. Well, when I ever play it, I'll probably come up with a, or I'll kind of interact with one person more than another. Yeah, you really have to like... And now that I've gotten better with Moira, I'm starting to find myself like also like being able to play some of the other champions or heroes. Sorry, some of the other heroes a little bit. Ben yells at me for that every time because I've played League of Legends Doesn't for a long matter. time. It's the same. They do the same thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch and I am enjoying it. Do you play anything else or just Overwatch? I definitely have. I couldn't tell you what it is off the top of my head right now. Destiny. Because, ooh, See, and that's we'll, why when you said that we'll you were that you're bad at shooters, I'm like, who plays Destiny as What's much Destiny as you do though? and can't shoot? I'm bad at shooters, but like Destiny's gunplay is actually really fucking solid. That and because of that, I've gotten I got really good at it because it was fun and engaging to do. Like, I uh, I joke about Call of Duty being garbage. People like it, it's fine, whatever. Like, enjoy what you like. I don't give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, Call of Duty's controls have always just felt like garbage fire. Mm. Like you. You tap the even with the sensitivity all the way down. You tap the the look left button like a millimeter to the left, and he shoots around like it's it's impossible for me to control. It just does not work for me. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Destiny's gun gun controls are like super flexible and customizable, and they just they feel good. And so I I was really encouraged to put the time in to get really fucking good at that game. Right. And so that's like the one game that I've ever had previous to Overwatch, where like sometimes I come out and I'm on top, and it's like this is great. I had 40 kills this game. Fuck with me. Like, right? <laughs> but uh, lots of exciting Destiny stuff for later. What have you been doing? What's your What's your last two weeks been like? I busted out Spider-Man's campaign again. Okay. New game plus, right? I would mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. Because that way I could bust through it a lot faster. That way I don't have to worry about trying to get all my stuff. I just have it. So how has that been? Uh, it's been a lot. Well, does, does it feel more challenging than the first time through? Not at all. <laughs> I, I burned through that. So well, and I wasn't distracted. Like as soon as they gave me a mission, I went to it. Right. And usually they're well, like, you've done all the side missions before. I've already so done like, it. You yeah. You don't feel the need to like stray off from the path. I don't need do to go get all the stuff. backpacks. I don't need to go get all the towers to unlock the map. I don't need any of that. I just need to do the missions. So I busted through that again. And it's, it's still emotional. It's still so, a really good story. So tell me, so the whole, the whole idea from new game plus is that you start over with all the stuff that you already had. Yeah. Right. Yep. So are there now more like weapons or anything for you to unlock as you go through? Or is it just the game again, but harder? So, well, you don't get everything. It depends on. So, you know, you have a lot of gadgets and right. you need to upgrade them as you go. So if you have a specific gadget that you didn't upgrade last time, well, now you're getting all those tokens and shit again. And then you can upgrade stuff that you sure. couldn't upgrade before. Yeah, that was always one of my fun parts about uh, Ratchet and Clank back in the day. 
was they they didn't like it wasn't new game plus so much as it was like you just went back and played the game again yeah and um but but it did carry over all the weapons and things that you'd amassed yep and the second playthrough they unlocked there were uh usually i think in the first game it wasn't quite like this because they were still kind of figuring things out but you would unlock like you you get all your level all your gun levels from one to five and then when you went back and played it again then you can go from five to ten right so you could you level them all up it would unlock some more weapons and I think that was also like when the gold weapons would become available too. <laughs> so that's that that was the whole thing. But you got essentially everything. So now this the second time you run through the campaign, you can do it in like an hour or yep. two because you have all the gadgets, which makes all the beginning stuff when you're trying to figure out like Way how easier. to how to navigate through mazes and things. Like, oh, I just let me just shoot over the top of this real quick because I can triple jump now and I couldn't yeah. do that before. <laughs> well, and you know how to you know how the ep, the, the level already goes. So if you were confused right. about where to go, you already know. So you've solved all the puzzles and now like you've got jetpacks and everything else. To exactly, just zip right through it. Yep, you don't even <laughs> need it. Yeah, no, the Spider-Man campaign is, is super fun. I thought that that was one of the better games, and it kind of ties into something we're going to talk about later. They think that they're linked, and they just might be. Interesting. We'll have to hit it when we get there. Interesting. Because so. Long episode. It'd be a long episode. And because of that, there's no discussion topic this week. There's none because, because we have so much. The discussion today. topic is E3 it was was this last week. Yes, it and was. Holy shit. I have a lot of comments. And I'm actually, I'm not, I, I, I even said this to my brother. I was like, look, man, you know, I'm a PlayStation boy. But I got to admit. Xbox handled themselves Dude, very well. Xbox showed the fuck up. We're not quite there yet. I know. Xbox showed the fuck up this year. I, and everybody, yeah. which I will say, I will. Where was it? There we go. Sorry, my for audio listeners, my my bumped my but, chair and I was this the whole thing. So uh, I will say I was, I expected a little bit more mm-hmm. out of Xbox. Yeah. Um, but all in all, they still they did a lot of stuff right. But before we get there, there's a lot of good stuff from everyone. There are games coming out over the course of the next month, right? We do this now. I worked this in. Oh. We, do, we do release dates now. Oh, no. Uh, here comes my bank account. Oh, no, no. We're starting off strong for you. You got 60 bucks to spend here in about 10 days, 14 what? days, two weeks. What? Thinking City comes out in two weeks. Oh, that's right. So I, the more I've watched some gameplay on that, I might wait that one out just a little bit longer. Really? I might wait it out a little bit longer. The, the trailer, though? Sold me immediately. Yeah. I was no, like, I know. Ooh. We watched it on Gamescast. I was like, <laughs> I really want to play this one. But That's I, out in two weeks on uh, Xbox, PS4, and uh, PC. That will be a game I pick up, though. Uh, Crash Team Racing comes out on all, on all, all Big 3. Hey, that would be a good idea for uh, Extra Life. Probably, yeah. That'd be a good one. And that's out for Xbox, PS4, and Nintendo Switch. Heavy Rain finally coming to PC, which that game was like wow. six years old now. Yeah. At that's least. The, that's the Alan Wake. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the spiritual successor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that comes out for PC this uh, over the over the course of the next month. Nice uh, Super Mario Maker for Nintendo Switch. Heard coming good out. about that. I don't remember this next game at at all. I remember being super fucking stoked on it. I think from E E3 of last year, maybe we might have talked about it at some point. Point is, uh, Sea of Solitude is coming out, and I remember writing down that I was really excited about that game when it got announced or when I saw it. I don't remember that at all. I think it might have been E3 last year. The problem is that we we didn't we weren't doing the games cast yet, so I can't go back and find <laughs> out. But I think it was E3 next year or last year. And then uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Oh, and CS Solitude is Xbox, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. All of them. Literally oh, everywhere. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it, but I remember it looking really fucking good. Yeah, just from looking at a few of the, the art style is super cool. It's like it's it's real pretty. 
And uh, yeah, so that's all coming out in a whoop, whoop, whoop next month. And whoop, whoop, whoop. Yes. <laughs> really soon. Interesting. I like the looks of that. Yeah, I don't know. It comes out. I'm probably gonna buy it if I can uh, spare. If I can get some spare change. Some spare out. change, if you're yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's that. So Alex, my friend, there's a lot of Nani three news that we're gonna go through. Like we're gonna blast fucking through real fast. Most of it. I might sneeze. Uh, Fortnite, everybody's favorite battle royale, free free to play battle royale. With the one that Berlin. really kind of started it all. Not. Totally true. Not totally true. But is the it's been the hot shit really recently, right? The hot shit. Uh, Fortnite adds a horde mode. A horde? A four-player cooperative horde mode. Alex, what do you know about how Fortnite started? Well, it used to be about the... There were... It was a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. And then they built up a yep. defense system and then fought off waves of enemies. Yep. So they're just... So when you hear the word, for, the, the word horde mode, Alex, what do you think of? Zombies? Is when you fight zombie waves of zombies off over and over. So they're just right? doing what they did at the very beginning. <laughs> hey, in case you guys forgot what the game used to be when it started. So what I here's how I read this, right? And I if it's out already and it's different than this, please let me know. I haven't I haven't launched the game. I literally like I've never played it, so who knows? Like E3 finish finished today. Like literally this is Thursday, so this is yesterday if you're watching it the day it came out. Um E3 finishes to, or finished today, and I finished up the news roundup, which this was from today and then i drove here and now we're doing the show so i haven't actually launched the game to check it out but how this reads to me is hey all you guys who paid money if you paid 40 dollars, hi kenway right here paid 40 dollars for fortnite <laughs> uh i purchased fortnite for fortnite save the world is what it became known as later and that was before the whole battle royale before shit. the battle royale was in there yeah uh, i bought it for the early access because it looked fucking cool right like it's build and do you you build up these things and you fight the zombies as they come in you play cooperatively and i got hooked and let me tell you if if games cast would have been going back then i would have been for like through three episodes straight i'm like i'm playing so much fucking fortnite because that's everyone when that came out i thought it was well not so much well everyone who played the 40 everyone who played the battle royale oh that was when it blew up but uh i was super hooked on fortnite when it came out right and then i fell off of it to go play something else whatever i was actually i i bought a steam link for Fortnite because it wasn't out on consoles yet and I really wanted to be able to play with a controller in my bedroom so I purchased a fucking Steam Link to run the game on my computer in the living room and be able to play like a, like a console game in my bedroom yeah. right this is how much I enjoyed Fortnite Jeez, too much uh and then Battle Royale comes out and that's a that's, that's the free version of Fortnite right, right? and then it's the, it's exactly what became so popular the 99 people survival so wait did they have two versions so if you purchased Fortnite, you could play Battle Royale or you could play what they ended up then calling Fortnite Save the World, right? Okay, which is those. So hordes. when you launch, yeah, so if, when you went to the Epic Launcher and launched Fortnite, it would, the first thing that you saw was like the, the splash menu screen, you which would normally say like start game, but except for it said Save the World or Battle Royale. And so when Battle Royale pops up, I was always like, that sounds dumb. <laughs> I just went to Save nah. the World and get playing. Yeah. And as far as I know, from, from memory, the couple of times that I've played, when Fortnite came out on console, it was just Battle Royale mode. And I could be wrong. It might have been there. But the nice part was that, and we talked about this too, was that your sorry, your cross progression was all there. So when I logged in on Xbox, hmm. all my stats and stuff I unlocked and everything came over from PC, which I thought was really cool. Nice. That part was nice. And so I'm assuming that when it launched on console, either either Save the World just wasn't there or it was the same like you paid $40, you got the single player mode, or you could play Battle Royale for free, right? right. Well, now it, it says Fortnite adds horde mode. 
which is kind of what they already had. That's what you paid forty dollars. And so for. I'm wondering if Save the World is just gone now. Like enough people have abandoned it that it's just like, eh, whatever. Just forget check that out, ever happened. Check out the new horde mode. Yeah. <laughs> this brand new thing that hasn't existed in the game yet ever it's a before. New concept. Totally new concept. Horde mode. Here's what that is. <laughs> Let's educate you. Guess what? <laughs> so uh, I mean, for me, it's welcome. This what this tells me is I might actually play Fortnite again now because this is the kind of thing where like I'd much rather play that game cooperatively and fight or cooperatively and fight AI than do the battle royale thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to launch that because I just bought that fancy new Fortnite Xbox. I needed the purple. I needed it. He I, couldn't, saw, I could not do the it. The second that you saw that, he messaged everyone. It was like, guys, it's going to be mine. I was like, purple Xbox. We should <laughs> all buy six. <laughs> let's, let's support this. He didn't take hard. money out of his wallet and throw it. He took his wallet and threw and the wallet. Like, Whatever's in here, just <laughs> take it. I don't care. Give me the purple Xbox. <laughs> Uh, which I found out I was gonna okay here's here's my greedy my greedy thing mm. I was gonna do a giveaway for all like the Fortnite shit that comes with the Xbox because mm -hmm. usually you get like a game some extra stuff right like usually you get like a full video game this one comes with Fortnite which is free to play so they give you a bunch of like microtransaction shit like you get like VC gold and whatever oh. else which I was gonna do a giveaway for but then I realized that one of the things that you get is a purple skin and I'm like even that for me now. I might just go ahead and take that from you. Should look what it, you should look up what it looks like first. Because then what if cool. he, Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah, you should, should probably keep the, the codes then. Yeah, so I might end up keeping that. But uh, so that was just a weird thing that I found today that I was like, really? That's what? I don't understand. It is pretty funny, though. It also might not be out yet. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see a release date. I assumed that when it came out, it was like, it was. it's already here. But Alas, Fortnite either has or is getting a horde mode <laughs> again. Asterisk again? <laughs> Potentially. Uh, Atari VCS console available for pre-order is currently $249. So akin to the uh, like the, the, the Nintendo mini classic oh. things they've been doing. There's an Atari coming out. Maybe. $250. How many games are on it? I'm assuming all of I was gonna say there can't be that many. Asterisk question mark. It's just pong five times. Uh, so apparently, here, so apparently, here's the difference, right? The, the NES Classic launched at seventy bucks. I want to say Super NES Classic at a hundred dollars. So this is two and a half times the price of the most expensive thing that came out. Supposedly, the difference being that it's actually got a lot more processing power and it's supposed to be doing like four K. But wait. For Atari games? Why? They Who never... needs 4K for Atari games? Nobody. Uh, apparently, I'm the only one who thinks this. Is it this. CRT TVs because those it was... were popular? <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because So it launched on Indiegogo, was massively successful, apparently, although I'm just now hearing about it, and now is up for pre-order for $249. So if you've been just, just, just dying to play some Atari games, and those just... computer emulators just not good enough, you need that sweet, sweet 4K at your uh, living room pleasure? There, there you go. There's a thing for you. It exists. It's going to chip or something. I don't fucking know. More importantly, uh, Nino Kuni. You ever heard of this game? I have. Yeah. I saw that for the first time. That's why I was like, oh, this is what everyone talks about. Getting remastered, coming to Nintendo Switch. I finally get to play this game. <laughs> Which I finally, say, as a person who owns a PlayStation 4, so realistically, I could have, right? Well, was Nino Kuni 1 on PlayStation 3? I don't know. I now just I'm feeling like it was PS3. I'm looking at the games that are on here. I don't think this is worth it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an Atari console, so what do you expect? There's like three games. Nope. Uh, so anyway, uh, Nino Kuni, I've really wanted to play this game for a long time. Now it's a mobile. Con now it's coming to a mobile console. I can play this game. Yep. 
I saw the remaster. It looks gorgeous. For those of you who don't know, Nino Kuni is a game that was helped uh, helped developed in part by Studio Ghibli, which is the movie studio famous for things like My Neighbor to- My Neighbor Totoro and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, lots of that kind of stuff. And uh, gorgeous game comes out September twentieth. I'm fucking stoked. I am pre-ordering that game yesterday. I don't fucking. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Super stoked about that. How many kidneys can I sell? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Keeping it moving right along. Xbox gamer tags are changing. So uh, PS4 has decided that they're like, oh, we're going to join the 21st century. And Xbox is like, fuck you. We got one better. Uh, they are changing. They are becoming more like Discord and Battle.net. So have you seen how either one of those platforms handles gamer tags, for lack of a better word? Do like they allow names? underscores? So or something. <laughs> the the essentially what what's happening is if you ha- if you like your gamer tag as it is right now, nothing changes. Cool. Right. Moving forward, you can now make it whatever you want. Literally. Even if so it's let's duplicating say, of somebody else. Let's say your name is Edward Kenway. Right. My name, Mike Kenway. Mm-hmm. Both of us, for some reason, like going by our last name. So when we sign into Xbox Live, we're like, I just want to be Kenway. Right. No matter what, you press start, it's yours. It doesn't violate terms of service. You're now Kenway on Xbox Live. And you're also Kenway? And I'm also Kenway on Xbox oh, Live. The the differentiator is that if this is a thing that, that you do, is they in like gray, half opacity, and smaller letters just put like a, a number sign and then like two, three, five, seven after it. So your name oh. in bold letters is Kenway. Hashtag two three five seven. Isn't that what they do with like your Facebook profile or Twitter profile when you get it for the first time or something? No, that just generates like, that, that just generates a random a random thing for you. Oh, um, so this like uh, ooh, I have Discord open right now. So like if you look right here, it says I'm, it says I'm Kenway, and then there's like a little number, a tiny little gray number underneath it, bottom left hand corner. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like almost invisible. You almost can't tell it's there. Yeah, it's that. They're doing that now. Oh, so if you really just want to be like Fart Muncher sixty two. <laughs> And there are all, there's already another Fart Muncher 62 <laughs> in the world. Live your fucking dream, my friend. Now you can be Fart Muncher 62. Hashtag 7349. Interesting. Yeah. I've always wanted to be, but hashtag 24 would. And the here's here's the thing that I love about this, okay? The timing is just beautiful. Because what, three weeks ago, maybe, maybe a month ago, PlayStation was like, hey. It's longer than that. You can change your gamer tags now, I guess. Kind of, sort of, but it might break some of your old games. The Xbox is like, have whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that is. It just seems a little convenient for my. It, just, it wait, feels wait, like wait, one of those like, little but tiny it's the same like thing. It's the same thing, though, where you can't change it within like a certain time frame after you've done that. Well, so they're they're saying if you want to take advantage of this new system and change your gamer tag again they're they're resetting everyone's counter so the first change from this point forward is it's free. free and then after that it'll go back to being ten dollars like 10 normal. Do- yeah which like i'm gonna leave mine because i'm happy like, i'm everyday kenway i'm happy it's the same as the rest of my no blades medias. huh this time no <laughs> no blades darn we, we got rid of that one that one's dead <laughs> it's well dead when in i signed water. into i think my playstation when we got it back to my place that was on there yeah yeah yeah, well, because that was what my Xbox tag was when I started Created my PlayStation it. account. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we'll just make them the same because I'm Mike Kenway. And I think, hey, that's a great idea. It's fantastic. Uh, all in all, it's just it, I thought it was a cool thing. Like, if I really wanted to go be Kenway on Xbox, now I can. You can be whatever you want. Live your dream. You are Kenway, but you're everyday Kenway. Right. But I could be just Kenway. Uh, point being, it probably didn't actually have any malicious intent, but the timing is kind of funny. It like, is hey, kind of like a little... We're going to go ahead and evolve again, just because we can. Hey, PlayStation, catch up. Yeah, no kidding, right? 
Uh, we're gonna skip that one real quick. Stadia launches in November. Hey, hey. Has a there is a and there is a one hundred and twenty nine dollar founders edition that you can buy that includes both the controller and a Chromecast Ultra if you want to be able to play in your bedroom, kind of like what we just talked about with Steam Link. Oh. So you can play it. You can stream all the games like technically to your PC and then Chromecast them to your TV. So you don't have to have like this fancy app or anything. And then the controller will connect to the Chromecast. So that's interesting. Okay. Uh, Death Stranding gets a release date for November. Uh, so that game We is, still don't know what it is. We still don't know anything about it, but we will soon because it's coming out. And then uh, the last piece of Nani 3 news. <laughs> Norman Reedus, Norman Fetus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, so a while back, and I, well. I'm starting to feel like we didn't bring this up on the show. And that's 100% my miss if we didn't. If we did, I'm just forgetting about it. But uh, the short version, if we didn't talk about it, Bungie a while back repurchased themselves from Activision, so they are now a they're not publishing their own games. Okay, they are no longer under the puppet strings of, of the likes of Activision or EA or whatever evil publisher that you want to put in in the links. They are self-publishing their own titles. So Bungie is independent for the first time in a long time. Wow, right? Which means no longer. Do they have to listen to anybody else when it comes to decisions making on their game? So when this first happened, people are like, all right, this is Bungie's chance to win people back, right? Because Destiny has been, it's, it's a loved game. There's a lot, it's got a huge yeah. player base. It always has. Yeah. But the hype, especially since Destiny 2, has not been there like it was for the first game. Yeah, right? the first game. And was- I'm, I'm, a, I'm in that group of people too. Like I, I bought Destiny 2. I bought the season pass, played the shit out of it. But it was still like, mm. it just didn't have that thing. Yep. And um, it's been kind of kind of dark, kind of uh, radio silent ever since. Where like we all found out that Bungie was buying themselves back, and then we all said like, okay, what's going to happen now? And then yeah. radio silence, right? Do something with it. Well, the week before E3, Bungie came out. They came out swinging, my friend. They oh. released a twelve. I think it was like a twelve or a fourteen minute documentary on Facebook and YouTube, all the all the social medias. And boy, did they let Activision have it now. Granted, oh, at no point did they come out and say like "fuck you, Activision" and put the middle fingers in the air. No, it's just right? they're doing better. They um, they're giving players a lot of the things they've been asking for, and several times in the video they say something along the lines of like, "Look, we've wanted to do this. We wanted to do this at launch, but there were uh, certain things that uh, <laughs> kept us from doing that, and now a lot of those things are just kind of gone." So we're going to do it now. So here's the thing. Right. So here's the thing. <laughs> and so they're doing a lot of stuff. Like, uh, so the, the next expansion coming out is going to be called Shadow Keep, and it launches this fall, I believe. It's going to be set on the moon, and it's going to be coming with things oh, like yeah. cross saves. So now, like, this this is actually, Wait. they were aiming at me with this, with this feature. So I'm an Xbox player, right? And all of my friends play on PlayStation, but I prefer to play, when I'm playing alone, I prefer to play on Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be playing... And then uh, my good friend Alex can call me up. Not that he'd ever do this in a million years because he's a fucking asshole. Alex can call me up and be like, hey, I just hopped on Destiny. Can you help me with like this raid or this this whatever? And I can be like, yeah, absolutely. I can hit save, turn my Xbox off, pick up my PlayStation 4 controller, turn it on. And guess what? I'm right in the same place that I just left off on Xbox One. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And it goes further, my friend. Oh, you can't go better than that. I... Then we then we play for a while and you're like, okay, it's time for me to get off. I'm like, yeah, because you fucking you're a child and you have to go to bed early. Uh so I keep playing. <laughs> Does that call moving you to shreds in this hypothetical yeah, scenario? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't exist. We're fine. So then I'm I'm like, ah, I don't want to turn off the Xbox and we'll just, we'll just keep playing on PlayStation. It's fine. And then our our good buddy Ben over here is like, hey, I'm hopping on Destiny. 
and uh, I'm going to jump in on PC, right? Because that's what I want to do. I'm like, cool. Hit save. Shut off my PS4. Walk over to my PC for some reason. Turn on. Right in the same fucking place that I just was on PlayStation 4. You can come. Come on. I'm, ta- I'm literally talking about you right now. Yeah. Just walk on camera for a second. Yes. Give, is this, Speak uh, of is the this espresso? It's not that bad. It's okay. <laughs> I'm learning. You got, you've got, thank you for bringing me a green cup. <laughs> yeah. You're holding this, nothing. This is, this is beautiful. My green headphones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great. You've 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 done well, young Skywalker. Uh, so yeah, and it, it'll work across Dust Stadia as well. So like literally all the platforms of Destiny on, which Destiny is now is now it's there officially coming to Stadia in November. November, November is what it. I'm yeah, I'm getting yeah. there. Uh, so that's oh, that's another thing. Cross save across literally all platforms. That's a beautiful thing. That apparently Activision was just like, no, you can't have this. Just, why not? Why does why it be stinkers? I get, I kind of get the cross-play thing because at least like if you can't play with the people on the other platform, it encourages you to purchase another copy of the game, right? right. But then you're you're pushed away from purchasing a copy of the game. I wouldn't because you then have to go through the sixty-hour grind of getting back to where you are, and then you have to maintain both fucking accounts. Yeah, I no know thanks. people who did that, and it like consumed their life to be able to like have like max level characters and both better friends. It's way too much, right? <laughs> so that's that's a really exciting thing. On top of that, Destiny also asterisk goes free to play this fall as well with Destiny New Light is what which is what they're calling it, which is going to be they're releasing a version of the game that they under they they said in the documentary they understand that Destiny as a franchise is a hard one to get like for me if I'm talking to you who've never who's never played the game it's a hard game to sell because there is like yeah there's a lot of expansions and there's a lot of like time grind that it takes to get into it and so they're releasing the first year of the game so that's the base game of Destiny 2 and the first two expansions I want to say I got. for free so you can be you can never have touched this game before and just and hop play, right in you'll hop in you'll play the intro mission just like it normally is and you'll get access to all the year one content Damn. That you're supposed to get. So that you can play like a lot of this fucking game completely free of charge. Wow. Which is fucking cool. Yeah. Which also I <laughs> imagine Activision wanted no part of because they just want to make money. Right. So there's this, that is a lot of just, and that's, just that's not even everything. The other thing, I didn't even write this part down because I, I knew that I would remember it, which is that they showed a bunch of the new exotics, like a bunch of the new exotic weapons and stuff that are going to be coming Ooh. out. And they look fun again. And the, oh, here's the only thing I can imagine. And they've gotten a little bit better at this, like in the last couple expansions. The only thing I can figure, Destiny One was as po- was a big part of why it was as popular as it was is the guns, right? The gunplay, right? Which we, already, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. But a big part of that was things like the uh, the raid weapons and the exotics were like broken, and I mean like unfairly not like not um, in the first one or second one in the first game in Destiny One. So they were like, like crazy, super they're, powerful. Yeah, they're not balanced, like. There, I everyone's everyone who's played Destiny knows this one. The Galahorn, right? I've heard a lot about this. Rocket, the, it's a it's a heat rocket. seeking rocket launcher. Yeah. That when it hits the target, it explodes into nine more rockets that then also heat seek directly back into the target. Jesus. And it's soul and it has solar burn on it. So when you <laughs> if you were to go into like a nightfall, we did this the very first week that uh the Omnigal uh what's it called? Strike came out. It was a nightfall. And they put uh, solar weapons had like times three multiplier on damage. And so me and two <laughs> of my friends walked in with fucking Galahorns. And when we got to the boss, it took us 20 seconds to beat the Nightfall boss because we just Boom. destroyed this thing real quick because the game, that gun was fucking overpowered. 
And that's part of what made Destiny fun is that there were these. Because once you got that gun, there were these ridiculous fucking weapons that once you found <laughs> them, just changed the way you played the game, right? Yeah. And the only thing I can figure is that Activision was like really pushing for Destiny 2 to be a competitive shooter like oh. Call of Duty because they wanted to make that fucking Call of Duty money. Yeah. And that's not what Destiny is. No. And so immediately they come up and they show these, they start showing these exotics that are like a hand cannon with a scope on it. Like, ex fucking excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I am suddenly like, that documentary made me pick my controller back up and say, like, I'm going to actually go back and finish Forsaken now because I never did. I never even, like, I bought. Paid seventy dollars for the Forsaken I remember when expansion, you, yeah, and like the season passed to keep getting the expansions, and I just whoop didn't do it. Yep, didn't play it. Nope. So we pre-ordered Shadow Keep. That I'm really excited about. I've picked up the game again and started doing that, which I'm super super excited about. And I just hope I don't get burnt hot on it before Shadow Keep comes Let's out. Hope not. That's a lot of good stuff from Bungie. That's yeah. good that they're doing that. No, no, that's um. They were very much like, hey. Here's our good faith stuff to try to show you that like we've really want we've really had our hands tied with a lot of the stuff you guys have been asking for. It was basically just waiting in the chamber, just ready to get the trigger. Yeah, pull. And, like, even said, like they, they wanted to launch with cross save right off the bat, and they just they they couldn't do it. They weren't they weren't allowed. It's cool that they had that like already that mindset already right. though. Well, yeah. So like all things, we shall see. But I'm very I'm very hopeful. We shall see. And that I don't even I didn't look at the time. What, what are we? At? We are half an hour in. And my friends, we are just now getting to the meat and potatoes. Like, imagine the iceberg and all that bullshit that's under it. We're just hitting the water. Yeah, we just cut the tip off. So, uh... Diggity. <laughs> this is going to be a very kind of episode. E3 has come to a conclusion, probably like right now, honestly. I don't think we're well, going to yeah, miss anything. Yeah, because they're on the anything. West Coast, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're going to miss anything, like, really important, I say. He says. I stopped watching... Until I wake up tomorrow morning Wednesday? and see all the fucking headlines. Yeah, that we missed. But, uh... Oh... So, 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 so much. If you missed E3 and you care about it, you were in the right place because we're going to go over almost everything. Obviously, like Xbox released or uh, announced 60 games or showed 60 games. We're not going to talk about every single one of them. We're going to pull the highlights that like seem popular, seem good or that we care about. Right. Yep. Uh, But this is we're going over every fucking briefing, every conference, everything that happened that is worth talking about is going to be right here. So strap in. Strap on. (sighs) Strap on. We got a lot. So, like you said earlier, and uh, this has been, um, we're going to try, hold on. I've had this incident here. We're going to try Ben's uh, espresso. He's drinking out of air. You can't see it. It blends right in. I can see it. It just blends right in. Here's the thing. It's not bad. It's just, it's kind of flavorless. We'll get there. We'll get in there. (laughs) This is hot water. This is hot (laughs) coffee flavored water. Uh, Okay. So, uh, the the first thing we did, which you already started to touch on, Sony opted out altogether this year. So, there was no PlayStation conference whatsoever at E3. I still don't get it. Well, I heard that it might be because they're trying their own thing. Well, So we talked about it. They've, they've started doing these Sony State of Play conferences, right? Which they're is just, like 10 taking, days worth of shit. They're just taking a taking a, a note out of Nintendo's book for Nintendo's Directs, yeah. right? Which, despite everything, Nintendo Nintendo just held a Direct at E3, right? Yeah. Like They still understand that like E3 is a place to be for video game news. Yeah. So here's the only thing that I can I can imagine, and this is this may sound biased, so bear with me. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Alex refute. Right, mm-hmm. the only thing I can imagine is that Sony opts out because they know they don't have anything. They don't have anything. They don't have anything to show. Nope, I'm on the same page. And it's not. I think that they don't have anything good. I think that like what little bit that they do, they would have to it's show is all PS5. Right, like it's all gonna be next gen, and they and don't. That's wanna, not ready. And that's not ready, or else they would be there showing it off. Yep. So they had two options, which were pull out. Right, opt out altogether and just don't do it, or 
have the PR the PR stunt and and risk that is Microsoft showing up hella like they like like everyone knew they were going to and putting Sony to shame right yeah. so this way they just they remove themselves from the composition altogether they 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 pull the the PR risk out of it and I don't think that like I think Xbox had a great conference I don't think that what they did would have necessarily been like a a shit on Sony kind of thing but Sony wasn't even there they had no competition right so the one thing they are missing out on now is that like everyone is in the news right now except playstation mm-hmm. which who knows maybe we have a state of play coming that's going to be well, we like have another, really fucking we have another cool. e3 in a couple months though right not another e3 or no, another it's another com or a, game, uh, a games thing i mean the, the game o- the game awards are coming eh, those will be it. in november there's another one though i thought there's we another... already passed gamescom because that was where some of these games were actually announced yeah maybe that's what i'm thinking of maybe there are there are a few events throughout the year that they do it at but the only thing that i can figure out is that they have abandoned They're it for ready. The state of play, yep. right? Which is like Nintendo's Direct. The only problem is that they've done two of these now and given us nothing. Yeah, not really. <laughs> right? I mean, there, there was some stuff in the last one, I think, about the Final Fantasy VII re- like remake, but like we already okay. knew that existed. Yeah. Like we have, we've already seen stuff. So yeah. I'm I'm very confused. Because like, I mean, I'm not even a, a Sony kid, and I was like real stoked this year to get more on The Last of Us, right? Yeah. That that, that, too. that ain't happened. Like if Sony's not there, there there's still opportunity to say, hey, don't forget about this really cool game coming out. Right. Well, and I think I feel like I mean last year they were short on content too. Because last year people were like, Man, I, like I mean, yeah, we had the Last of Us 2 trailer, right? But that was yeah. it. And there was all that weird stuff like having to move from one theater to the other. And there was like the dude who played flute for four minutes and like they had all that weird like performance i don't remember any in. of this i gotta go back and watch it yeah go back and watch the conference like, this is fucking weird <laughs> they started everybody like in one building and then there was a 20 minute intermission while they stood everybody up and moved them to another building that was t- <laughs> we don't have any more content move right so like their their, their conference last year was fucking weird <laughs> and again other than the last of us i couldn't tell you anything that played on their their stage last year that i remember and granted i could be missing something I am not the Sony reporter here. That's that guy. But I don't remember any of it, right? Nothing. I wish that they were there, but so, yeah. I still feel the same yeah, way. Only, only don't show up at all don't have and anything. spare yourself the embarrassment. Exactly. So that Fuck. said, Xbox showed up with what I think is the best presentation I've seen from them in a long time. You missed EA. Uh, I have an order to this. Oh, you, oh. are you going to the worst? <laughs> no, we're talking about Xbox first because they just have like the most going on. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, I think out of every, I mean, I can fit everyone else on one page, and Xbox is essentially a page of Just a page right? itself, yeah. And it's not all Microsoft content. Just, they had a lot to, they had a lot there. There was a lot of third party content there. There was a, it was 61 games, right? Yeah. Which, like, when Phil Spencer <laughs> walks out to, like, give the closing speech and he says, like, we've shown you 60 games today, I immediately went, what's left? Yeah. What's coming? That means what that is that? there's one more. You said 61 <laughs> earlier. But, uh, before we get into all that, one of the things that was actually not necessarily E3 specific news that I found today, but warrants talking about in a huge, huge way is uh, somebody from Polygon. Uh, is this Chris Plant? I hope I didn't say your last name wrong. This is not spelled normal. Um, Chris Plant sat down and talked to Phil Spencer, who is the the head of Xbox, Xbox right? Yeah. Um, he did a really, really long interview with him, and there are... There's a section of this that I really want to really want to read and talk about because it is 
Uh, it's really important. So it's a huge, it's a huge article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, I am going to try to remember to link it in the description of the YouTube video. So if you, I strongly recommend if you are a person who cares about the games industry that you go read this in this interview, because it's like Phil Spencer's a smart dude and he really unpacks a lot of what's going on inside of Xbox and like a lot of, because if, if you look at their marketing, especially in the last few years, they've really started doubling down on a lot of new stuff, which is listening to their fucking customer base. Yeah. And I, even when I when I read the the like thing, there's like almost 200 comments on this article, not on Facebook, right? Like there's people care about this, right? Yeah. And I there was a surprising amount of people that's like, look, you gotta you gotta hand it to them. Xbox, like they really missed out on exclusives and having a lot of like good first party content, but they have doubled down on actually listening to all the backcast things that their customers yeah. want. Backwards compatibility being a huge one, right? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love being able to play <laughs> old games without having to still have the old console. So. I'm going to go through this as fast as I possibly can. Try to bear with me. Again, the full article, which this is just a small part of, is available. It will be available, and I'm going to try to link it in the description. Otherwise, it's on Polygon.com, and it's uh, Xbox's Phil Sensor discusses Game Pass. If you type that in, you'll get the whole thing. So <sighs> they talk about a lot more Game Pass, but there's a lot to go here. So um, Xbox Game Pass and xCloud will prioritize customer choice over exclusivity, especially on PC. Can you unpack that a little bit more is the question, right? And I'm going to try to skip around. Regardless, I read this whole fucking article earlier, and I'm going to try to try to hit the good points. Um, but Phil responds with, I'm saying that there are decisions that would be at a very thin level better for Microsoft in gaming in general. In terms of our position against the competition, I could come up with the best way for us to push away the competition and make our inroads into gaming, but that's not good for the customer. They're not going to do something specifically because it's good for us as Xbox, right? He says, what's a good example? The Master Chief Collection is on Steam now. Uh, it's easy for somebody to say that we should have put Master Chief Collection only in the Xbox store. And it's the only place that you should be able to buy your game on when it comes to PC because that's going to help us grow our own store. And we're going to need to push you know, the other PC store players out of the way because that's how you win. But what we've learned is that especially with our PC audience, that we have to come to potential players with something that's unique. Like what value are we adding uh, we're not just going to replace something that's already there. So like the value that we wanted to bring with Games Pass is that we've seen such an incredible response on Xbox. So we'll bring Games Pass to PC. If you want to subscribe, like we're going to have 100 games there that are focused on the PC player specifically. And if you want to buy the games, you still have that choice. Nice. Right? So this whole this whole section of the article is like, it's Phil talking about how Xbox has taken a step back and said, how... How do we be? How do we make Xbox successful, right? Customer and it's not by it like. shoving other people's face in the ground, right? It's not by beating everybody else. It's by giving people what they actually want, which is the choice to do whatever the hell they want, right? Which is a big part of like XCloud, right? Which uh, they only talked about it a little bit at that the conference, cool. but like <laughs> Phil, the last couple of years has been hitting down this this thing that Xbox is here to create games for anyone, anywhere, anytime, whatever you want to play. Xbox is here to give it to you, right? Yeah. Uh, so then he goes on to say, and he goes on to ask, and if you want backwards compatibility, you buy it in the Xbox store. And Phil says, that's right, that's right. And regardless of where you buy it, Xbox Live is everywhere. And so now we're talking about like the xCloud thing, right? Right. So, so if you want to buy it from Scott and Babe or Scott and Gabe at Valve, great, which is Steam. Uh, it's awesome. You can buy it there. You can buy it from us as well. There's an example of how from a short side of view, you could argue that we should just do what's best for us. But instead, I want to put a choice in front of you and try to come up with some kind of unique value propositions. Here's another example. I'm not going to tell you that, that a console is bad. I like playing on console. So why should I stand here and say, hey, the box that you have is not where you should play? I understand why that could be good for me if I'm trying to push everybody to xCloud. But what I found is that gamers like, to, like the choices that they have to find the right solution for them. 
Um, so again, I'm moving through this fast. It's important. Um, so the guy then pushes back and says, I want to circle back to content. I think it was an unusual generation for Xbox's first party software. There were a lot of cancellations and I would say that the core properties felt a little bit familiar and got a middling critical reaction. So I'm sure that you're deep lighting or deep into green lighting period for Project Scarlet's games, which is the new, new console, console that they've announced. Also, it's really fucking hot in here. Um, were there lessons that you learned from this generation's releases that have impacted how you approach both of the core Xbox's properties and franchises for the future? So this is the big question, right? Like in, in all that fancy wording, the guy from Polygon is much just saying like, hey, y'all fucked up on first party this generation, right? Like, what are you doing to change that for Project Scarlet? And Phil uh, says, first, I guess this part is obvious. It starts with the teams. We have to make sure that the head of Microsoft Studio, Studios, Matt Matt Booty, I almost said Matt Brody. I know, I love his last name. <laughs> I almost said Matt Brody, which is the guy from Baywatch. Um, Zach Brody? Matt Brody? I don't remember. Brody, yeah. Brody. Uh, we have to make sure that he and Xbox Game Studios have a great collection of creators and teams. So obviously here he's pointing to the fact that they've purchased eight studios now over the last year. Seven or eight, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were at seven and they announced another new oh, one shit. yesterday. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Um, so he says... Uh, the thing I loved about yesterday's show, and this is more of a fill view on it, which I, which I like this, is he's very personal. So it was all the things that we didn't show. I got a lot of feedback on this. People asking, hey, where's this? Where's that? I thought we were going to show everything. But uh, I sit back and think, like, where's the initiative? They weren't on stage. Where's Compulsion? They weren't on stage. Where was Turn 10? So the initiative is one of the new ones. Compulsion is the makers of We Happy Few. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turn 10 is like Forza, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so where were where were all of them? Isn't Playground working on something else? They weren't on stage either. And he says, I go through the I go through all these <laughs> things. And I love the fact that we can have a 90 minute show that showcases 60 games. And here I am thinking about all the stuff we have going on that isn't on stage. Yeah. He says, not that I'm trying to tease anybody, but we want to make sure that every year we have a compelling reason to be at E3. Right. Um, skipping ahead a little bit, like in terms of things I learned, having Halo at the launch of Scarlet is something that, you know, like Bonnie, the the Ross, the head of 343 Industries, and I could probably write a book about uh, Halo 4, Halo 5, and the launch of Xbox One, all that stuff was going on. And I was around when we launched the original Xbox, and I think Halo at the launch of that console was a seminal moment. Xbox and Halo, you can't separate those two things. So it seems like, it sounds like they were like, hey, one of the things that made us popular was Halo, right? Like we had this like integral thing that we launched with the Xbox and that's why people bought the Xbox. And so they're, they're coming back around to where Halo Infinite, which was on my list of news as well, is getting launched alongside Project Scarlet, right? right. So it's going to be there at the very beginning as to them as it should be. And uh, they go along uh, and essentially the whole thing is just like, look, we want people to be able to play our games wherever they want. And there's a big section of this article too where he talks about the type of games that they that they make because if there's one thing that you got to give it to PlayStation, they've been cranking out killer exclusives right yeah but they're all very much like in the same vein right you've got uncharted the horizon zero dawn the last of us are all these like really immersive really really i'm not i'm not downing these games at all but they're these really big immersive third person very storytelling games right yep which is great but that formula doesn't necessarily have to be what xbox does and that's kind of what phil starts to touch on which is like we're trying to make games for everyone right and I, he didn't say this but like kind of like my take on it is like the last of us already exists we don't need the like, xbox doesn't need to make the last of us no they just need to make games that people want to play and people want to come to their platform to do and that was kind of what somebody touched on and i think he even draws uh attention to a game that they showed off called 12 minutes did oh, you yeah. watch this one yeah the game looks fucking cool the one that's right from top it's like view? top down the whole yeah. thing it's like a really that 12 cool minute view. time loop yeah that is not a core gamers game Mm-mm. but it looks fucking it looks cool fun. right it looks really good 
And so I think that was part of the where like he said, we're, we're trying to give people choice. We want people to be able to play where they want to. Like no matter how they want to buy the games, like we just want to get our stuff to them. In their we hands. want to meet them where they're at, right? Right. They're not going to come to us. We want to meet them wherever they are. Choice. We want to give people that choice. And we want to make games that aren't just for people who play Call of Duty or aren't just for people who want those like big third party immersive storytelling experiences, right? Yeah. Which like I would argue I want some of that from Xbox too. And I'm sure, I mean, they've got 13 game studios or 14 game studios now. So that's that stuff's got to be coming, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but again, go through and read the article. If that's something that you care about, I'd recommend it to you, especially like it's a, the whole thing is a really good fucking read. Um, after watching their, their conference, I was, I was on board. I'll just say it that way. Yeah, no, they, uh, they, they came, they showed up in a big way this year. And, uh, the, the, the big part of that, that nobody was surprised about was that they gave us a ton of information on project Scarlet, right? Yeah. They, well, I don't know about a ton, but they gave quite a bit. Uh, so well, they, they gave us they gave us the important parts, at least for, for now. Right. We haven't seen the console, but we know now 100 percent it exists. Right. And it's it's uh, it's going to be ready soon. So we've got Project Scarlet is the next console from Xbox. It's going to be 4K native and support resolutions all the way up to 8K, which I'm assuming will be like how now on the Xbox One S. It's got support for 1080 games, but you can watch 4K media. You can do like 4K Blu-ray, stream 4K Netflix, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I'm which assuming I'm it's going to be kind of like that. Right. Well, the point is, not everyone's on 4K yet, really, though. But future proofing, right? Sometimes, sometimes these these, games, like these things make shoving 4K right. at everyone right now. Well, and I think it, on some point they kind of yeah. have to because, like, that's what Google Stadia is touting to be like, native at 8, 8K games. Fuck no off. one's gonna fucking use 8K for yeah. like another eight years. The point is, it's there, right? Yeah. They can't. No one can say it's not. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think that's their focus by any means, but it's there. The frame rates up to 120 frames a second. So that already like they have essentially checked off both of the things that everyone's always like trying to whine about, right? Like which we get 4K, we have 60 FPS, right? That's all we need. We have more than 60 FPS. We have 120. All you can shut the fuck up now, okay? Ugh. I will continue to enjoy <laughs> games on Project Scarlet at 1080p and 30 frames a second and be totally fine. Y'all can shut the fuck up about it not having 4K and 120 FPS. No, no one it's fine. It. Good lord. Even on the announcement, there's pieces like, I've had 120 frames a second since 2008. Yeah, and you paid $5,000 for your computer. Yeah. Each shit. This one's going to cost 500 bucks, <laughs> like at the most. Uh, ray tracing support, which I am no genius. But it's going to support ray tracing, which is a big thing for games, right? What is the, that? the gist is it's a different scanning method for how the, for the environment and how life or life, how light interacts with just in general and also with objects in the world. And oh, the in the I, game. Yeah, in the game. And it makes for, it just makes for like a higher visual realism in general. Oh, I thought it meant ray, it like comes, disc reading. Oh. No. I was like, but what? It, it comes at like a huge computational cost. Like ray tracing is a really big thing, but like it's been hard to get the technology together to make it work affordably right mm. xbox is like hey ours is gonna do it we're good right cool cool check it off the list we do it um and then uh it can act as it can and is going to act as a personal x cloud server yeah that was pretty sick so let's unpack this a little bit because i think this is one of those things that people might not understand because he brushed kind of through it they went through the whole x cloud section fast and i think it's because they were running low on time mm -hmm. they, had, they had 60 games to show off right yeah, yeah. a lot of um, here's, so we all know about Google Stadia. We've talked about this, right? Where the idea behind Google Stadia is that you just have a device, no matter where you are, you're connected to the internet, so you your phone, your laptop, whatever. And then it allots you a server space 
at Google's headquarters that plays the actual game and then streams the video of that game to, to whatever you. device. Right. So like you're not actually downloading the whole game. You're just essentially watching YouTube, but it's interactive. Exactly. Is the idea. xCloud is the same thing. Yes. Except they also are giving you the option that if you want to buy, um, if you want to buy the Project Scarlet, now you can also play your games on your devices in your home, just like you normally Using. would anyway. But instead of connecting to Microsoft servers, it's playing the game off of your console at home. So think like the PlayStation TV, maybe is what they call it. They had the PlayStation made up made like a Steam Link box that was a similar thing where you just ran an Ethernet cable to it, mm-hmm. and it would play the game on your console downstairs, and then you could stream it to like a different TV. Yeah. Right. So you only have to have one copy of the game, one console in the house, to be able to play it in multiple places. Yeah. Similar kind of thing for like over the Wi-Fi to your phone or like whatever other device. So it's just an extension of the same thing that Google Stadia is doing. So you can either have a device and download the Xbox app on it, like an I O like on iOS or Android, and you can go it straight to your phone or your laptop, your PC, whatever. Mm, that just sounds so much or fun. if you have the console in your home, you can use that, install the server. game locally, and then you can play it over your home network without having to actually connect to Microsoft's servers. Right. Right. Which I could feel I don't know how I feel about that. Using your own server, I feel like is a little more stable. Well, so that's 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 the big question, right? Is that like everyone's Stability. been Everyone's been worried about Stadia ever since they announced it because of things like lag and stability yeah. and everything else, right? Have garbage like if your internet, if your internet goes out, what the fuck do you do? You guys, you just don't play games, nope. right? <laughs> um, and so Xbox has the, has a solution to that where you can do either one. Again, it's a power of choice, right? Choice. Do you want a console in your home? Great, buy the console. If not, we still got XCloud. Game, you can yeah. still access all the same stuff running right here on XCloud, which I think it's really like it definitely helps them double down on this this consumer first mindset. That they've been really heavy on the last few years, and we, we, we have, we've had that conversation a bunch too. Where I'm like, look, Sony makes great games, but they are so fucking anti-consumer that it kills me that people support them so much. Yeah. And meanwhile, Xbox is over here giving people out what the fuck ever they want when they ask for it, and it hurts me. I don't have a rebuttal. No, it's I mean, not that. It's not that I can't well, think of one but it's the res- that well the response is that yeah. sony has all the great first party they've got uncharted they've got god of war they've got horizon zero dawn yeah they've got, got like all of these heavy hitters right so it makes sense but it's like people not being angry about this like angrier about those things besides like name changes because people were pretty vocal about that one it doesn't um, even bother me i already <laughs> had a rebuttal to that one but people not people not giving the map shit for that is why they're not doing anything about it because they're just gonna sit on top of their stacks and count their money until they don't have to right? yeah and i'll i mean Xbox has has run into that. Like when they were top dog, like there were definitely things that they couldn't they could have reacted to sooner that they didn't. And they paid the price for it in the long run. They ended up on the bottom. Yeah. Now they're the underdog, climbing their way back up to the top. <laughs> trying at least. Uh so yeah, Project Scarlet comes out holiday 2020, which Facebook comment of the year. I watched the trailer again because it popped up on my Facebook feed while I was scrolling. I was like, I'm gonna watch this again and like really just try to pay attention to what they're saying because it's not live anymore. And uh I'm like listening to the whole thing and I'm reading comments as I scroll. And someone's like, can't you just say what fucking holiday it is? Like, when should I expect this? Really, dude? <laughs> it's expected in the holiday. Guess what? It'll be next. It'll be November 2020. I would wager. Here it is. It's, it is Thursday at 8 o'clock. It is June 13th, 2018. Oh, timestamp. <laughs> I am going to. November 21st is when it comes out next year. Not official. I almost guarantee November 21st. Well, that's when a lot of shit I've noticed, like that November but, time frame. Well, no, not, not just November in general. Like yes. November is a hot. I, I, I would put I would put $1,000 on it right now. It comes out in November, right? But more specifically, I'm guessing November 21st of 
2020 will be a very specific day yeah fucking market right now let's come back here next year and you i'll got be like video proof i'll be like called it called video it, proof motherfucker. Yeah, no one's gonna say anything about it uh anyway so much more so much to go through and then um the thing that i opened the show with xbox revealed what is the last list of backwards compatible games that they're going to be adding to support and it's like 12 12 more 12 more games i think i don't know i don't know Enchanted fucking arms is backwards compatible and can be played on Xbox One. Right now, there is a copy from GameStop sitting on my desk at home right now. <laughs> and you can bet your fucking ass the second that this is done uh, done being edited <laughs> and is uploading, I am playing this fucking game. Why? It is a terrible game. There are so many one-star reviews for this game on Amazon. It's ridiculous. Why are you buying it? Because I fucking loved this game when it like I, I it was one of those random things where I picked it up. I think in like the local like family video kind of kind of thing, and I went, "It's an RPG. Sure, why not? I'll buy it." Yeah, and I just got hooked. It's a fucking great game. I loved it. Apparently, the rest of the world pff, hates it. <laughs> this game so sucks. much so this game never even came to digital download. That's why there's a hard copy of it on my desktop because in order to play the game. <laughs> It's backwards compatible, but you have to have the disc. Oh, my God. Because it can't come to the digital store for some reason, which made me furious at first. Because I was so like, how is it? How is it backwards compatible then? So. Here we go. Not all games that are backwards compatible on the Xbox one can be played digitally, right? Okay. I think it's probably has to do something with the licensing. And this is one of those things where like this game didn't sell worth a shit. So Ubisoft just didn't bother going through to like why pay yeah. for licensing to be able to sell it digitally. Nope. Because nobody played this fucking game. I scrolled through this. I found one dude who was like, fuck yeah. Enchanted arms. I responded. <laughs> I was like, someone else is excited about this game. And I added that motherfucker as a friend. No idea who he is. Has nobody else. Yet. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Oh, being uh, you put the game in the tray and then it downloads a digital version of the game to play, but you, the disc serves as your license. So right. it operates like a physical game in Xbox One territory. Okay, right? I wondered how that worked. Yeah. So uh, they un they unveiled what is the final list. So they're not adding any more games to backwards compatibility at this point. Uh, but a bit, though. as you move forward, there's 700 games in the backwards compatibility list, I think now. I like, know. It's ridiculous. The Force Unleashed, I think, is in there. Yeah, both of them. One and two. Um, and so now that whole catalog of games, every game that is on that list now, plus all the Xbox One games, will carry forward to Project Scarlet. Nice. You Xbox you has made that. it official that like when you purchase your games, they come with you for yep. the right from now to the rest of forever. They will not stop supporting any of this. Now that it all works and comes forward, that whole list is is yours. So even twenty years from now, when I'm like, man, I really want to go play The Force Unleashed again. As long as Xbox exists, no. then we're fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, so that was really cool. Oh, um, that's so nice. Infinite Undiscovery was also on that list, which is a game that I purchased. I owned this game, which, circling back, the reason I had to buy a new copy of Enchanted Arms is I could never fucking find a copy of that game anywhere. Yeah, I tried so to buy that game. There are just no <laughs> copies for it in existence. GameStop sells them for $3 when they can find them, but they're never there. When anywhere. they can find them. When I tied, I went to GameStop's, I was like, where do I have to fucking drive to get one of these things, right? The closest one was five and a half hours away, $2.99. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, you're spending $40 to fill up your gas <laughs> right. tank. I don't know. Is it worth it? Uh, we ended up finding one on Amazon. It was fine. Uh, so it's, it's, it's coming. Buried under a rock. If you watch us on stream, prepare for a fucking like 120 hours of this game. It is a long ass haul. <laughs> and we are playing the whole fucking thing from beginning to end. Let's fucking go. Moving on. Good God. 
Uh, Xbox reveals the Elite Controllers either Series 2. What the fuck? I don't get it. I what don't do get? get it. I don't get it. What I, do do, get? I just don't understand why somebody puts down $50, $70 for a fucking controller. Mine uh, works just fine. Uh, normal controllers cost $70. I'm sorry, 120 150 100 Why? <laughs> it's <is> ridiculous. <laughs> I don't care how cool the triggers are on the butt of it. I don't care. So the big thing for this one, right, was it was both the construction that all... Uh, I think there's more mechanical parts in this one, which just costs more money to make. It's like Razer mechanical keyboards, but they're so fucking yeah, expensive. It's, yeah. Um, there's also Still. the triggers in the back have an adjustment on them so that you can set it so that you don't have to pull them as far to like shoot. Yes, it's so very, you can pull yeah. it like yeah. And so uh, and then there's also the you can set it up to four of the extra triggers on the back underneath the you controller. You can assign them, and you can assign them to whatever you want. Plus, the whole thing is customizable mapped. That was so like if I want the A button to be the B button on certain games. Yes. You just do that. Yeah. Done. Yeah. That was series one, right? So the series two, now instead of just having two sections for the triggers, there's three. So there, it gives you a little bit more like wider range Is of that customizable. That thing I saw like the light on the top of it. It tells you where it's at. No, no, no. And there's this like a little for, switch. For the, for the triggers, the, that's a different thing. Oh. But the triggers have three different zones now they can sit in for as like how far you want to pull them. Uh they have zones? Yeah. So wait, like you you hold it and it so, stays in position or what? The normal normal trigger, right? Yeah, just normal whoop. trigger goes this far, right? Yeah. You can now set it to go this far, which is full, or you can set it to go this far, or you can set it to go this far. That's ridiculous. So if you want to play like Call of Duty and shoot really fast, why can't you? You could just be better. Well, yeah, get good as you guys. So part part of it is that part of the part of like PC players' problems with playing shooters on Xbox, besides the fact or just console in general. Besides the fact that like turning is slow because you have to work with a joystick, not a mouse. Yeah. Is that like a mouse is a mechanical like click, right? Yes. It's a millimeter tall and you just click it and it goes. Yeah. The trigger you have to pull all the way back, which is an inch, which isn't very much. But like in the grand scheme of things, that's a thousand times longer, like literally because of how different they are. Yes. It is a it is. It's long enough for somebody to shoot you before you shoot them. Exactly. And so this is one of those things where now when you shorten that and it still works and you can customize where you want those things to fall. It makes for a lot more like competitive of a controller. Yeah. Right. So it's that like moving was a beater closer to a drum. Uh, the light on top is the, what profile you're on. So you can save three I individual profiles. Yeah. So you can say like, oh, when I play Destiny, I want the A button to be the B button. And I can save that as a profile. And then, and then when I play Overwatch, else. I want the Y button to be the X button. Save that as a profile. Right. Nice. And then using the button on the controller, you can just switch between the three of them and say like, this is yeah. where I want and this to be right now. Just does it. Right. Mm. It's great. I actually use that. Uh, for Kingdom Hearts, because I have an I have an Elite Series oh, 1. Oh, that's right, because you said there was because like a weird... the jump button was B. That's stupid. Why? Yeah, so it's just swap it. Up. So I swapped them, and then I would I would bounce between the two profiles, because if I pause the game, oh, yeah. then B was select, because <laughs> I, I reversed them. And whenever I paused the game, I had to move the profile to profile number two, so that A would be select again. Oh, my God. That's a stupid, stupid mechanical problem. It's real dumb, okay? It's real dumb, but I made it through. We figured it out. ANX's jump. We know this. Uh, so that's coming out. Um, they revealed that they purchased yet another developer, which is Double Fine, and that Psychonauts oh, 2 is coming. That's right. The Psychonauts. Yeah. Um, Halo Infinite announced as the launch title, which we already kind of talked about that. But the part I found today that I added on is that, and I was wondering how I was going to play in because they brought Master Chief back, mm -hmm. uh, is it's a, it's a spiritual reboot is what they're calling. So nothing's changing. Everything that's happened Halo 1 through Halo 5 is the same. It all still exists. Nothing's gone away. What they're doing is that they are taking that start point from the from the the point that the universe is at at the end of Halo Five, 
and telling a new story based on Master Chief. Well, because didn't somebody else have a few games? Like somebody else led a few games or something and they weren't... Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Well, so three... Bungie was Halo, right? Right. Bungie, who makes does Destiny now, that was the Halo developer. And they right. sold the rights to Halo to 343 Industries. That's what it was. Or they they sold it to Microsoft, who then formed 343 Industries. And, and then they did was, a few things. Yeah, that was then Halo Reach. 4 or 5. And I think Reach was both Bungie and 343. Like they worked together on that one. So that like... like the transition. The ropes or help the transition and yeah. then send them off on their own, right? Okay. Um. So... It's a spiritual reboot, so it's going to be a Master Chief story that changes nothing, but the whole, whole idea is that if you've never played a Halo game before, you can start here, and all you need to know is that the universe is made of war. That's it. Hmm. And you can now pick up Halo Infinite, never having played a Halo game before, and experience the story, understand everything that's going on, and just have a Master Chief Good. Halo game. That's what I would like. Yeah. That seems like the smartest thing at this point to do. And that entices because, me like, to get a Scarlet. I, I thought Halo 5 was really, was really great, right? The story was kind of whatever... But the gameplay was fun. The multiplayer was fun. Like it was, it was a fun game to play. But the story was just kind of convoluted and weird. And that's kind of how people have felt about the last several games. So <laughs> this is this is a good way, I think, to get back to the core of what made Halo great, which was Master Chief and his story. Move on. Right. Let's get rid of all the other shit that we don't need. Let's clean house, start over, clean slate. We have Halo again, <laughs> right? So that's coming uh, with the launch of Scarlet Holiday Twenty Twenty. November 21st. I'm calling it right now. November 21st, 2020. It's happening. Uh, Cyberpunk casts Keanu Reeves oh. and gives us a release date, April 16th, 2020. So you and I talked about this. Yep. And do you want to talk about it now? Yeah. No, let's do it. Let's hear it. I I was sold on Cyberpunk. The also, very... I just want to... Well, for one, if you're watching the video pocket, this fucking cup is... is you can't see it. I'm, I apologize. There is a cup in my hand. I am drinking. This coffee, <laughs> not great. But... I didn't bring water and my throat's dry and I need something. Go. <laughs> so if you're going to sell something to me, whatever it is should sell it to me before someone sells it to me. Let's let's go with this. If I wanted to sell you a pen, well, sell me the pen because of what the pen is. This pen, like if you're like, hey, uh, can you write down my number? I, I'm stealing this yeah, from no, a movie. I know. I know. But, but it's like that's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, you're selling me the thing because of what it is and because why I need it. Right. The problem is, is if I was Keanu Reeves and I was telling you buy this pen, you don't care about the pen. You just care that I'm telling you to buy it. Sure. That's not what I I don't like that. I don't like when something is being sold to me when I was already sold on it before. Don't use somebody I like as a means to sell your game. Here's here's my counterpoint that I didn't give you yesterday or whenever we talked about this. The counterpoint that I gave you was simply just like, this is fucking normal. And What's that is normal. It totally this is, is what happens in literally every every entertainment industry yeah. ever. Like people have guest spots like I, I told you, like, this why, why else was Bruce Willis on fucking Friends? Right. Yeah. Exactly. It wasn't because like Bruce Willis was bored and just decided to be on an episode <laughs> of Friends. Right. They paid Bruce Willis an insubordinate amount of money <laughs> to come on because then they could run advertisements for a month leading up to that one episode of Friends that Bruce Willis was going to be on. Yeah. I said, hey, Bruce Willis is on Friends. Come fucking watch Friends. Why? Because we need to make Bruce our avatars happy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's a totally normal thing. This, this is a thing that exists. Here's my second argument now that I've just now come up literally sitting in this seat. I went, here's another good counterpoint that I can make. Right. This, I feel like, is a really great step because this is not the only person that we got at the conference. We had it's John not. John Bernthal yep. uh, came out as being one of the main characters in Ghost Recon, which I thought was cool. Yep. Uh, there's another one. There's someone else at D3. Who was it? Who have I forgotten? 
I don't know. Point is, <laughs> casting someone like Keanu Reeves, and I felt, I feel like I felt this way about, um, was it uh, Ellen Page too when she got cast in Beyond Beyond Two Souls? I think right. Okay, it wasn't The Last of Us. The Last of Us looked like her. And looks was like her, but, Ellie, it's not, but it's not. It's not her. her. It was. I think it was Beyond Two Souls. Is that like this? The, to me, I feel like this. This shows the video games industry getting to a point of popularity. I don't want to necessarily say legitimacy. But you're reaching that. But like they've gotten to a point where like this cyberpunk game is being made. It looks really cool. People are really stoked about it, and they got Keanu Reeves to support it. Yeah. Like they can put that dude's name on the box now because they have gotten to, a, to an echelon where like they can afford Keanu Reeves. Which we uh, Keanu is a whole different story aside. Like he's probably not asking for he's that a much really money. nice guy. He's yeah. a good dude, right? But like that is a level that you get to where like we have him, we have John Berthall in uh in Ghost Recon coming out. Like video games are getting to a point where they are now considered the same level of entertainment as the things that these actors are doing. Yeah, movies and shit. For, yeah, for like for movies and for money elsewhere, which to me is really fucking exciting. Yeah. Right. Like, who says the next the next game doesn't come out doesn't star in Tom Cruise? Is it necessary? No. Will it fucking move more units and gain more legitimacy to the video game industry? Absolutely. Yep. So I'm for it. I'm here. I'm here for it. Give me Keanu Reeves in every fucking video game. I'm about it. I agree. <laughs> and, and I know I have to play the devil's advocate. Get, get it? Because Keanu was in that too. That's why I said that when I was like playing the devil's advocate. Because he's in I that. I missed that the last time. Oh, I didn't think about that. Um, but no. I was sold on Cyberpunk before that. Right. Knowing Keanu's in it, well, fuck yes, I'm definitely gonna yeah. play it. Believe me, I'm I want to do that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is internally, I'm like, come on, man, sell me what it is first so, without so, and they did it the right way. They sold me on the game first, right. and then they were like, Oh yeah, Keanu's in it. So let me pitch this to you because I'm really curious about how you feel about this. How long are we into this fucking show? An hour we're, and ten. An hour ten. Well, that's not, not as bad as thought it was. It's not that be. bad. We're doing okay. <laughs> We we prepared for a three hour show, yeah, so we're, we're, we're be here for we're, a minute. We're burning through. We're okay. Well, we're mo- we're a good chunk of the way through my Xbox list, so we're we're doing all <laughs> my right. Xbox list. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, let me let me pitch it to you this way. Let's just hit, say top down view, mm-hmm. five hundred feet view. Take everything else out of it, and let's just say that like, uh, taking sales numbers and everything out of it, Cyberpunk comes out, and this becomes your favorite game mm-hmm. ever, right? Now, two universes, right? Cyberpunk comes out and it's your favorite game and they don't make enough money. Like, like Keanu Reeves isn't there. They don't make enough money to make a second game. Like it was like cult classic. People loved it, but it just didn't, they didn't pay off their bills. So there's Cyberpunk is this game that you love and it will never exist again past the first time that you've played it because it's gone. Like you've played it already. You've moved on to other things. Cool. Or universe two, they cast Keanu Reeves and it brings in a new, new piece of mainstream audience that then makes this thing do the sales numbers that they need to make two more. Or one, one more, two more, through however many, like they, it makes them the extra money they need to make this a franchise rather than a single off game. Now, which one of those two universes do you take? Or it's just a, it's just a, a hypothetical, right? In universe one, it does do fine by itself without having a star cast in it. And then it goes on forever without Wait, that, That's not the choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are two, those are two very. <laughs> Uh, what's the word like? Well, so I mean, what they're doing obviously is they're yes, trying to they people, want they, to, they yes. want to bring in people who may not have bought that game previously, or more importantly, people maybe who weren't gamers yet, who right. aren't like they aren't part of the Xbox well, in that. And I saw or the PS4 system exactly. 
I think, and they're probably trying to take some of that Fortnite gold too, right? Because like, because John Wick's in Fortnite, yeah, exactly. He's a Fortnite guy. Well, apparently. he wasn't until they're like, "All right, fine, it is. It's him." Yeah, right? it's, it's Keanu. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, so that's that's just one way. Like, I, I feel like the move is not necessarily to sell more games to gamers as it is to try to bring more people in who may not have taken a chance on it otherwise yeah. at all, right? Yeah. People who are like, oh, Keanu Reeves endorses this thing? Like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So who knows? He looked really stoked, but guess what? He's an actor. He gets paid to look real stoked when he's not, right? Well, I mean, he's one of the most genuine human beings. That's true. I highly doubt that anything that he does, he fakes. That's fair. I, I, I think I would agree with that. Not that I know him personally, but he seems like a genuine dude. If you've ever literally looked into and his also, life, the guy rides on the bus. Fucking pre- he does. Rides on the bus. Oh, speed. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, can we just talk about how fucking excited I am that Keanu Reeves is playing a fucking character in this game? Okay. I love Keanu Reeves. I, and I was still, like you said, I was stoked for this game anyway. I am happy to have Keanu Reeves in this video game just because I'm stoked to see his performance. Like, I think it'll be great. When they uh, when they mentioned Xbox backwards compatibility, I scoured that list for the Matrix Path of Neo for hours. I'm like, please, 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 just please be here. That was a game? It was a game. <laughs> and it was a fantastic game. Good Lord. I loved the Matrix films. People are like, eh, it's okay. Keanu didn't do all that, whatever. No, the Matrix films are fantastic. And he did great. The reason the Matrix films are even great is really because of him. But I you mean, the whole cast. Game, you know what other film is great because of Keanu Reeves? Don't say speed. Speed. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we can't slow down or the bus will explode. Uh, no, but they they did the right thing. They sold me on that game long before I ever knew about Keanu. Does you know, it entice me to play the game even more knowing he's going to be a part of it? Yes. You know, it's not a good movie even though Keanu Reeves is in it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there's, there's a good point. The other, your second universe. Yeah. What happens when they're like, "Hey, we've got so much money, let's make another one," and then it. What are the chances that Keanu Reeves is in this video game for like ten dies. minutes and just dies immediately? Dies immediately. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, we got a city to burn. Planes. Just boom. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, cool. I love that he doesn't get shot. He gets hit by a plane. plane. <laughs> like a plane crashes on the building. Yes. Doesn't kill the protagonist, but kills Keanu Reeves. Kills Keanu. <laughs> It's entirely possible you know, that whole trill it and kill it thing I said. If they make three, yeah, I said that like three episodes ago or something. That's how it's done. It you do a trill trilogy and then you kill the trilogy. You shouldn't do anything more than three. Speed two was two. There yes. were not. There wasn't a third. I know. So like there was no trill. Ace Ventura does really there was well. Zero trill. Yeah, they don't. I don't understand that. What happens? Does the, does the bus not? I don't understand. They're in a boat the second time, aren't they? They're in a boat? Isn't Let it, it blow up. It's a boat. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like it's a boat the second time. Is it the Titanic? And then I'm like, how did you get in this exact same situation <laughs> again? Like, like, we really should have checked the boat before we left. <laughs> God damn it. Was he on a boat? I'm sorry, Gamescast. We need, to know, we need, to, need know to know. We need to know if Speed 2 was Speed on a boat. Speed 2 Cruise Control. Ah! They purchased, uh, to, yep, for, they forward to a Caribbean cruise with their boyfriend uh, who purchased the tickets to make up for Lion. Also, I was wrong. Was Keanu Reeves not in this movie? Oh, good. It was a different cast? Yeah. No, that's why Speed 2 wasn't good. It wasn't Keanu, Keanu Reeves. not in it. Was, uh, Sandra Bullock was the... the this uh, was this the literal actress, right? first uh, thing is Speed 2. Why Keanu turned it down? <laughs> Wait, you guys want to do the same thing again, but on a different mode of transportation? Now you just wanted to be a boat? Like a, I don't follow. <laughs> good Lord. But no, I I said that he even said this too because as soon as I said that in our little chat, you're like, well, what about was it John? What's his name? Yeah, I was like, oh well, no, it wasn't as soon as 
because the Ubisoft conference hadn't happened yet. Right. When the Ubisoft conference is going, I was like, like just, wait, just checking in here because you're not complaining about it. Do you have the same problem with John Bernthal being shelled for Ghost Recon 2 or is this one okay? Yeah. Well, I think the other... You, just because you weren't actively complaining to me about it yet. Yeah. Well, you hadn't seen it at that point. I didn't want to spoil he was in it. <laughs> but like, if you use somebody who's not as well known... Well, we mentioned because like the... I can't think of his name. The dude who plays uh, Avery in... Or Dr. Avery in... Grey's Anatomy is the lead cast, lead character for Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Like his face model and everything. There, yeah. And that was one of the things I threw at you. I was like, did this bother you? Because I was super stoked when I saw that. I knew who that Anyone was. Anyone who watches that show knows it's him. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, recognized his face, but I didn't say, oh, he's in it. Let me go play this game. I did. <laughs> really? Yep. And you still didn't play it. And I you still, still didn't it. bring it with I you. I want to play it. I want to play it so bad. I'm, I'm sorry. To play <laughs> okay. Moving on, we got we got we got stuff to burn we through. We got some shit. PS Five coming out September tenth. I don't need to say anything else about that. It's Gears of War. It comes out September tenth. Yeah, but did you? Okay, this whole Terminator apparently bullshit. We, oh wait, apparently we do have something to say about it. This whole Terminator bullshit needs to stop. Wait, what? Did you do not see that? There was like an expansion thing. He had the Lancer mm. in his hand, and it was a Terminator. You didn't see that? No. It's it's stupid. <laughs> stop it with the Terminator bullshit. It's done. It's dead. Put a fork in it. Let me just uh, ixnay the Terminator themed version or uh, episode of the game shelf. <laughs> it's stupid. The last Terminator that was any good was none of them. Okay, they are I'll, all bad. Actually, I'll be back. Amelia Clark in that in the newest ish one was pretty good. But Amelia the, Clark was in. The, I need to catch up on this. Okay, moving no, on. No, you don't moving need on, to. Moving no, on. Get past uh, it. Borderlands Three trailer. We finally got some some gameplay and some other exciting stuff. You know. Uh, the, si the Siren class, for some reason, still returns and is the main focus of this game. I don't fucking know why. Everything else, gone and dead. New classes. What do you got, Alex? Uh, okay, so I started from where they started off on their conference, and I listed every game that they did. And I wanted to hit just a couple that I think were interesting. We don't have to go Sa into... Save them, because these are not in order of the conference. These are in oh. order of the way of how much you think people will care about them. Oh, well, in that case, did you mention uh, Stierusch? No, that wasn't the Xbox. Well, I guess there was more at the Xbox conference, but there I was. that in... Well, EA. We'll get there later, yeah. We'll get there later. Well, there was... Um, but Borderlands is where we're at right now. So they they're releasing or already released the Handsome Collection. Has that been a thing? That's out. Yeah, that's okay. been out for a while. That, that was Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel together yes. remastered for the new, the new gen That's console. what it was. Sorry, yeah. I thought that it was a combination of all three. No, no, it's not the first game. Uh, which, by the way, if you're watching this right now, if you're watching this like while it's relevant... Uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. Borderlands: The Handsome Collection is free on Games free. or Games of Gold right now. Or no, no, it's free on PlayStation Network. It got added to Games Pass. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. More so on both consoles right now, if you're a Game Pass subscriber on either console, you can go and play this game without having to buy it. And it's if you have not played Borderlands, fucking do it. It's great. I'm excited. Don't give me that look. Borderlands is fucking. It's good fun. It is good brain off. Sit back and kill shit with fun gun or fun weapons fun. Okay. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the most enthralling story in the world. It's just a fun game. Yeah, it's just to shoot it. Yeah, you just you sit down, you laugh at fucking <laughs> Claptrap being an asshole, and you'd shoot fun weapons. Yeah. I think Borderlands 2, when it came out, they said there was over a million weapons because it's all randomized bullshit. Like, yeah, I remember There were over that. a million weapon combinations that you can get, and some of them are ridiculous. Uh, what was it? Did you have anything to add about that game specifically? Borderlands? Yeah. No. Great. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on flight simulator returns oh my god oh you just shot that back into my head <laughs> i was so like what is this do i get to fly a plane and then i remembered that i played flight simulator as a kid and then this looks 
one million times better. Well, I mean, it's been 20 years since they put out a game, so yeah, probably. I was like, I've never wanted to fly Look, a plane before. Flight Simulator X, I think, was the newest one. That game was old when I was in like an elementary yeah. school. Okay, it's been a minute. It's been a while. Yeah, the, you know the best thing to do is though, you're fly free, into you're a, free people out. You get on a plane, so like you will fly from like Chicago to LA, yeah. and then you do the Chicago to LA flight on Flight Simulator on the plane. <laughs> Oh, at the same time. This is pretty fun. Makes man, sense. Man, I'm going go on autopilot for a while, take a nap. Like, I've played Ace Combat and nothing oh looks. I know, I know. Ace Combat's not bad, but it doesn't look anything like that. Yeah. That is realist. That was like VR almost. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be in VR? Probably. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if it is, you're going to have to buy an Xbox and/or a PC I VR set because it's a Microsoft exclusive, buddy. Fuck. Put it on Oculus. I'll buy one. Why not? <laughs> I want to play Flight Simulator in VR. God damn it. Um, it's so cool. Elden Ring, a fantasy epic written in conjunction with George R.R. R. Martin, the author and uh, showrunner of Game of Thrones. That's what I thought. Song yeah. of Ice and Fire. That should be interesting. And also, they will, it will rip your heartstrings right out of your fucking chest. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, don't. Don't do it. Not worth your time. It's a great show. <laughs> Man, they just a show exists to hurt you <laughs> over and over. And I imagine this will be the same thing. Moving on. I do have to admit one thing, though. Yeah. During the Xbox conference, the thing that po poked up the most was world premiere. World premiere. Well, yeah. World premiere. I, I kind of thought that was nice. Yeah. It was cool that they were like, hey, we didn't show you anything for the last kind of, and here's world previews. Here's everything. Boom. And yeah, it was just one right after the other. It's one of those nice things where like, whenever that pops up, you're like, oh, this hasn't been shown yet. Yeah. Like, this, uh, this, this is, is the brand first new time thing. we're seeing it. Which is nice. Yeah. The thing is a little bit old. It does, but it's it's nice to know that like, hey, this is this is a brand new look at something, right? It would have been cool if it said the next six things are world premiere, <laughs> right? Instead of waiting for fifteen seconds to watch the thing come up again. Well, I think I might have actually skipped over this. Uh, did I just not write this down? I did not. So here's one of the things that I thought was huge that I cannot believe I didn't type down in my notes was that again they weren't like The Last of Us, right? the xbox conference opened up with four xbox exclusives yeah well, the was, first four games they played are microsoft title like yeah. xbox game studio <clears throat> titles mm -hmm. right which is there's this dumb thing right which like i wish they would just get over and do it anyway where they can't like technically call them exclusives because they're coming to pc too but uh, they are like xbox game studios first party titles right and they opened yeah. with four of them which is that doesn't show you right off the bat like hey we are trying to learn from our mistakes. I don't fucking know what does. Like, yeah. here are four games that you can only buy through the Xbox platform. Done. Boom. Yeah. And some of them looked good. I'm stoked. I don't remember what they were off the top of my head. I didn't write them down. I think Arkham they was looked, one of them. They looked dope. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Lots to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Bleeding Edge was one of the well, that was that was one of the Microsoft first party titles that's coming out that looks to be some kind of like Overwatch it's 4v4 Team Fortress Overwatch. 2 competitor. Yep. That's exactly what it is. But it's all melee. Yeah, that's the difference no between guns. it and melee, or between it and Overwatch, is that it's all that's melee slaps, attacks. All slaps. <laughs> all slaps. <laughs> Fucking odd job only in this game, right? <laughs> Fucking judo chop those motherfuckers. Oh, man. That was an awesome powers reference in case you didn't catch it. What did you on. say? Judo chop. Judo chop. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, that looks that looks cool. That was all I had to say. It, was just, it exists. We talked about 12 minutes already. Uh, my, Minecraft Dungeons was announced. That looked fun, right? Dungeon crawler Minecraft, like the akin to Diablo, but in the Minecraft. Yeah, universe, I'd be right? down with that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Look, I got a little into Minecraft. That looks fun." Uh, we're definitely playing that for this channel. You Yay! couldn't read that. That's, that's that's coming. We're doing. Yeah, that. I can do that. Um, bu 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 bu. yeah, we talked about twelve minutes. 
Blair Witch game. Dude, I thought that that was going to be, is it Outcast or Outlast? What was the game that you guys oh, played? Oh, yeah, Outlast, yeah. Yeah, well, doesn't he use a camera? Yeah, not quite the same thing, though. Okay, because that's, that's what I thought it was when I was like, oh, it's another Outlast. fucking terrifying, that, right? Yeah, scary as shit. Yeah. No thanks. I'll, August 30th. Remember when I said that? Not uh, that yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That was the other one we were talking about. Foreshadowing. Uh, so that's coming out. That looks really fucking cool. And then the last thing from the Xbox conference that I have to talk about is uh, Obsidian Studios or Obsidian whatever entertainment, I think. Obsidian. Um, Obsidian. Hard stop. <laughs> announces the Outer Worlds. I mean, I think they actually yes. announced it at Gamescom, but they showed off the Outer Worlds. They are, this is the same developer that made Fallout New Vegas, which is like love. That's why. Right? Okay. And it looks super fucking cool. Comes out in October. But here's my weird discussion point. And I'm sure the reason is that it was because it was it was in development prior to Xbox's because Xbox owns or Xbox Game Studios owns Obsidian. Yeah. Now. Like they are an Xbox studio. And this game is coming out on all three platforms, Xbox, PS4, and PC. So that must have been before. So I'm assuming it's probably a licensing thing. Like, like the game already had like licensing agreements with Sony beforehand. So but like that's kind of the last one. But like it's one of those. This seems like a really great game for Microsoft to have like done whatever the fuck they had to do make it their to own. make it an exclusive title because this game looks fucking cool. It does look fun. I mean, it's, it looks like Fallout New Vegas in space. Let's exactly. Yeah, it's really. But it looks like Fallout New Vegas in fucking space. It's really cool, <laughs> right? That was something was really interesting that it was not a Microsoft exclusive. It's coming out for PS4, but it's owned by my Xbox Game Studios. Listen, I get it. It's probably a legality thing. The paperwork was already done. Whatever. I mean, it's just that studios already spent the money on making it eligible for PS4, but it just seemed like they would have done like something just like, hey, I guess we'll just take this like this this money that we spent on developing the PS4 copy at a loss and just like yeah, just we need we need console sales, right? Like we need to get people in. It. Yeah, yeah, it's already there. That was interesting. That was <clears throat> that was all everything I have for the Xbox conference. Only an hour and a half. Only an hour and a half. Well, we did we did more than just Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was other stuff in there too. <laughs> um, did I miss anything besides Sturber? Yeah, well, there was. There's only two other games that I wanted to mention sure. that I just thought looked fun. Uh, was is it Ori and the Blind Forest? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new Ori game coming. I just thought that looked fun. Um, have you played the first one? I didn't. I that have, game just looks fun. I have downloaded this game twelve times, probably. On what? I keep downloading. <laughs> I, I download the game and then like I don't play it. Right, you gotta save space. Yeah, yeah. And then later, it's like oh, I really want to play a new Destiny expansion. Oh, I gotta delete something. Yeah, uh, I guess we delete Ori because I haven't played it yet. <laughs> and then a week later, I download it again. Yeah, I don't even want to play. And it. then it's like oh, the new Overwatch character. I need to go by Ori. <laughs> and then a week later, I download it again. Yeah, I keep downloading because I want to play this game because it looks fucking it cool. Does. It looks it gorgeous, just looks fun. Yeah, and like the, the art style is so cool. Yes, that's what caught my attention immediately. Yeah, which is the art style. I've heard it's fucking great, but it's one. Of, it's one of those like Xbox for everyone games yeah. right it's not for the core audience so people nope. don't give a shit about it but it looks really fucking cool i would i want to play it yeah and that's the kind of stuff that it seems like they're doubling down on so ori looks great yes that's great i'm glad and, you brought that up and way of the woods i i must have missed this one it's the deer game it's yeah i know it's real weird it's, for audio listeners i'm giving alex a very strange look <laughs> right now it's a deer whose antlers light up and she's got a baby oh, with her yeah, 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 and she this. headbutts like machines and glass yeah. and like they're trying to get around no, and it's another, that's another perfect example of like xbox pushing games that aren't necessarily yeah. Call of Duty style, right? Like, it's Honestly, not for the core gamer. I was like, well, I, I didn't think of it so much as like, man, I really want to play this game. But I was like, look at, like, my mom could play this. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm, I want That's exactly, exactly yeah. what they're going for. I don't want her to, like, sit there and just watch us play Red Dead. I'd love for her to actually play Red Dead. Yeah, absolutely. But if this game 
entices her to want to play a game to learn the controls and then she's like "Ooh, now i want to try red dead right and it's like Absolutely. good go yes baby steps and that's what they're doing right yes. they're just trying to get they're trying to open the door to more people i think and yep. there's a i didn't read this part of phil spencer's interview and i wanted to but i couldn't quite find where it was that he makes a point in there where he's like we're not we're at xbox we're not looking at how do we shove our competition out of the way we're looking at the market as a whole like right yeah. now like there, there are two billion people playing playing games of some sort in the world <sighs> right but there's 7 billion people in the world. So it's our, our thing is not how do we get 10% more than market share? Our thing is how do we take that 2 billion number and extend it to 4 billion? How do we get 4 yeah. billion people playing playing video games right? yeah. of any kind? And I thought that was a really powerful, like, we're looking long term. Yeah. Like, we're not making decisions based on what's going to make us more money tomorrow. We're trying to see. We're, we're playing the long game at this point. Good. I like that. And that's, I mean, that's really all I had <clears> for <throat> Xbox's conference. They they did really well. No, it was, there was, I mean, like I said, there was a lot. Like, that was that was a solid half of my notes, probably. It was like all Xbox shit. There is one thing. Not not Xbox shit. Xbox conference related stuff. Not all of that it was obviously Microsoft first party. This is just me in general for E3. This is sure. just, I'm just, I just want to throw this out there. I hate the way that they deliver their, their sentences. I absolutely hate it. It's so, I'm obviously reading from a screen and I wrote this down four months ago and here's what well, it is. And it's so monotone no, no, and yes. there's no emotion. Um, Yes, 100%. Hate it. Because they're press conferences. I know. Like, but, like we be are, excited. We are, we're in this really weird in, uh, industry where, like, those types of events are usually made for media and press only, right? Like, right. people go in and then they report on it. Yeah. But we live in, we're in an industry where, like, it gets streamed out to the world because technology is a thing and people watch who yeah. are consumers, right? Yeah. I get that complaint, but that, that those things, while we get to watch them, are not aimed at us, right? Oh, it's just they're, so hard to watch. Which, although I think why is why Nintendo is part of why Nintendo has switched over to doing the direct style thing where they just they they pre film some like fun that was awkward too. Game, 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 game. We'll get to that. (laughs) (laughs) So we're moving on to EA then. Uh, Bethesda. We're going to oh, Uh, and it's because and we knew this. You you and Jake talked about this last week in your in the the predictions, the your predictions episode of the pack of the podcast, right? But absolutely zero new information about Starfield or ES6. Yeah, we know. Why? Well, <laughs> why bring them up? Well, okay. I'll just why scro- tease I'll, us I'll, at Elder all? Scrolls, I get because people every time they that they come to an E three and don't talk about all the scrolls, people are gonna be like, "Where's the game? Why are you mad?" So like, we're also like, kind of, I get it. Like, they want to show people that they're working on it to make them shut up, right? But why even put the Starfield name up if next year you don't have anything to tell, tell us about? Why didn't they just wait and release the little teaser this time? Yeah. That would have been all we needed. End of this year, which Bethesda's conference felt real off. So they come out and they're like, hey, guys, Fallout 76. We fucked up. I love that they did that. They owned it. They owned. They're like, hey, this shit happened, Mm -hmm. but you guys are fucking awesome. And because you're awesome, we're going to fix shit, right? Yep. Um, Which we'll get to that in a second. The point where where I'm going here, though, the whole thing just felt kind of off for them. Like we got all. Oh, shit. I already forgot. I forgot his name. You don't have to remember, but we know it's important. Uh shit. Vamp. Talk Bam. about talk about something. I like okay, yeah, like what I just said. I enjoyed that they took the problem that they knew was there. They knew it was a problem. It has been all over their community and they owned up to their problem. Something that I thought was really cool though is that I didn't realize the actual community that backs Bethesda. It scared me at first. I honestly had no idea that they had that big of a community sitting behind them. It was like I always thought that like Star Wars, it has a fan base, and then Bethesda has a fan base. 
But those are both very dedicated fan bases, which honestly is, it's really surprising. I just didn't know that. I really didn't. No, they're, they're, they're fucking, they're, they're, I really didn't. When they said, uh, Todd Howard. There it is. Holy shit, I couldn't think of his name. Gosh, there it is. Um, yeah, no, Bethesda's community is insane. It's Absolutely. way more, like, the people that were in that crowd were going ape shit, but I heard oh, something else about that, too. The, the best part was there was one dude in the crowd who Woo! kept being, like, so fucking stoked every time someone stopped. I know that, like, there's certain microphones that you have set oh, up in there. he had to be sitting right underneath the microphone. I know, but you have to know that he's doing that and just turn it down a bit. There's a, there's a, uh, there was a moment where, like, he got real stoked. I think it was during the Doom thing where that guy, like, yelled, like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the developer on the stage just looked down at him and just laughed, like, yeah. this guy. Yeah. Uh, Todd Howard. We got no Todd Howard this year. And like last, I mean, he was there. He did like his little spiel. <laughs> like he walked out and he did this really, really like, like you said, really monotone. Yeah. Um, just kind of like Ugh. it was very not Todd Howard because like last year he was out there. He did almost the whole thing. He kind of emceed like the whole Bethesda thing. Damn. And he was like, he was the guy who made the the coffee joke. Where was like, you can play Elder Scrolls with one hand, and that leaves the other hand open to do other stuff. When everyone laughs, he's like. Like drink coffee, you <laughs> cretins. Like he was like making dirty jokes and like he was, it was very like just cocky and fun. Yeah. And this year it was like a very mellow downtone. Like even when Todd Howard came out, he's very serious, very like most move things along. Were which they, was weird. And I think it was because of the fallout thing. They were they were scared they came out about and like, it. We got a new fallout. We're working on Elder Scrolls. We're doing all this shit. Like, we have a reason yeah. to have a fucking chip on our shoulder. And this year yeah. they're like, Okay, guys, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta make sure that didn't happen again. But the big news there is that if you played Fallout 76, like me, and were discouraged, like me, right <laughs> like at the beginning, me. like me, because they just, it wasn't a Fallout game. It was a giant empty wasteland with nothing to do. But I heard. NPCs coming back to the game. So they are filling up the entire world with non-playable characters, with branching storylines and that you conversation can arcs that you can do. There's a whole campaign getting Ooh. added. So now it actually is going to be a Fallout game. A Fallout Online game. Interesting that it took a year and a half. Year yeah. Half. So they're, but again, we're getting to a point now where these game companies are like more okay with admitting oh, that they've done it wrong. Oh, we fucked up. Yeah. Like they're saying, hey, we fucked up, right? <laughs> and we're going to fix it. We're going to make it Good. better, which I think is fucking fantastic. I'm glad. Uh, so that's coming. More Fallout 76 also announced that they have a Battle Royale mode now. Why? Big shocker. Not at all. I honestly couldn't believe it didn't launch with one. I was real surprised when Fallout 76 came out and they're like, it's an online game and they didn't say, and it has a battle royale mode. They really thought it was going to. It's going to have battle royale. Why? Because they need people to play the game. That battle royale game or mode exists to try to save Fallout 76. To get more people to shell out 60 bucks for the title and get into the universe and hope that they stay around. That's all it is. I'm not, it doesn't sell me at all. All of that said, this is the first Battle Royale game that makes any fucking sense to me, right? Why? It's people already in a post-apocalyptic world for a reason, because there's a story that backs why they are there. Right. They can set nukes off, and the reason that they are getting pushed into the center is because the world is literally on fire, fire. for story purposes. I uh. endorse fucking Fallout Battle Royale mode. Because it finally makes sense. There is a reason to be there. Sorry. That's why. I just appreciate that little detail. The ring of fire. And you can sell off fucking nukes. <laughs> Actually, that I'm is pretty excited. dope. It's like, hey, there's 100 people on this map. No, there's not. <laughs> and they held up to the tradition, which is that every, every Bethesda conference for the last like four years, they've come out and said, like, 
here's this brand new thing, and it's available right now. And that was the Battle Royale mode this year. So oh. they, they came out, they showed it. Here's the new thing. It's available right now. Go fucking play it. Hogwild, have fun. And then the Wastelands update, which is adding the campaign and all the non-playable characters in the end of the world, comes out this fall. Yeah. So people learning from their mistakes. I like it. They were doing something else, uh, Fallout something. Oh, it was a Fallout Shelter. It's like an iOS game. Did you miss Fallout Shelter? Never played it. I don't play Fall. I don't play Fallout. Did I never tell you what happened to me during Fallout Three? My coworker remembers it like it happened yesterday. I never left the fucking vault in the very the like the first ten minutes of the game. Okay, everybody. So Alex missed Fallout Shelter somehow. I missed Fallout. Let me <laughs> let me talk to you about this game for oh, a God. second. Do you have enough time for this? For what? So it's a mobile game. But it, it eventually came to PC and, and, and Nintendo Switch, which was a problem. And it also <laughs> came to PS4, Xbox. So it's everywhere now. It's a free game. Download it. Try it. Try it out. Play, play, play I don't know. Shelter. I don't know. Um, it's not like, it's not anything amazing, but it is, it's really addictive. You get going. It's, it's your typical mobile game where you're like, oh, the number is like, get it going. Right? We know someone who spent an uncomfortable amount of money on this game. Not me. Not me. Nope. The other one. What, who haven't you named yet? Jake? Yep. <laughs> Why? Talk to Jake about how much money he's won on Fallout Shelter. Why? Because it's fun. It's a good game. I spent some money too. Not nearly as much as Jake. But <laughs> not as much as Jake, but, but enough. I will admit. So here's my thing with mobile games, right? I, the games are free. I'm a big fan, especially in the creative universe, of like paying for the things that you enjoy so that they continue being made, right? Right. Fallout Shelter was a really good game. I spent, it was like one of those things where I woke up and played for like half an hour every day when I woke up in the morning before I went to work, right? It was to get, like, wake up, check all my stuff, click off all the things, send them on their way, do the stuff, go to work, come home, do stuff, lay down, play half an hour of Fallout Shelter again, right? Just like a little bit before you go to bed, a little bit before when you wake up. And I was like, this game is consuming a lot of my time. I'll, I'm going to give them 20 bucks. Like, I, I would have paid $20 for a game that has given me this much time, right? right. Like, so I it just makes sense. I'm just supporting it, right? Right. And, but, I mean, obviously, you get stuff too. Our friend spent a lot more than twenty dollars in that game. So uh, moving on. <laughs> well, that was the other that was the other Fallout thing that I remember seeing. Uh, they announced new title Ghostwire Tokyo, which is from the creator of Resident Evil. That oh looked cool. Oh my gosh, did that look cool? That but was a I cool trailer. I don't know anything I about am, it. I am so skeptical of that actual game, but the trailer looked real fucking cool. Yeah, it like panned in that subway station and then clothes fell. Yeah, like all the people were dying. Well, and that's oh, the other, so it's like a spiritual entity chills. that's there, and it's. Consuming. I have no idea. See, I, mean, I don't know. I know absolutely nothing about this game. And you're gonna play as a but person with dope. a bow and arrow and a raincoat, probably. That's all I got. So, about right. so he's basically what is uh what's Hawkeye's rogue name? He's Hawkeye. <laughs> he's Hawkeye's rogue version. He's Hawkeye, isn't, he, isn't it rogue? Isn't no. that, isn't oh, it's that, rogue. Isn't yeah, it rogue? it's rogue or something with an R. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? Who cares? It's Hawkeye. Who gives it's, a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Hawkeye. He's a great character. I don't want to spoil on game. Moving on. <laughs> um, they uh, another new Wolfenstein spinoff. Well, so actually, I thought that was pretty cool. And the only reason no, I it looks dope. I just don't understand all the, all the Wolfenstein spinoffs. I don't either. But this There's one like is co-op. My oh, brother and right. I yeah, finally yeah. have something else that we could probably play. I wrote down somewhere in this three sheet document. I might have already passed it that I just I love how much co-op game is gaming is getting attention again. In yes. this E3. There were so many like. And play with your friend, right? Yeah, but it's your friend who's in, you know, four states over kind of bullshit. That's usually yeah, what it is. Absolutely. But I want to play is, with my brother right here. Co-op games. Yes. So that I can spend the next 12 episodes of the games cast whining to Alex about how he doesn't play games with me until I beat them and then move on. Ooh, or you could just bring it here. We'll play together. Good idea. 
I like it. Problem solved. It won't actually happen, but Problem I like it. Solved. Uh, Rage Two expansion coming later this year, which I noticed. I noticed that Bethesda was more of a massive update thing. It wasn't like Xbox was like new stuff, new stuff. Bethesda's like update, update. Okay, but that's not an update. That's continuing to support an old game by with new content. Yes, but it's more, they, they said it's new campaign missions, new weapons, new side missions. Like it's a whole right another type so, of game added. And this is a thing that I thought was cool with EA too is that they're keeping what they have and they're just supporting it for it to right. last longer. So it's not like a here's a title that you're like Anthem where you're gonna put it down in two months here or two days. <laughs> it's a here's a game that when you buy this there's free content that's going to keep this game alive for five years right and that was the thing where like it's it's not because they said the rage, the rage expansion is free right they're not Pretty charging sure. for that yeah which is um, um yeah, and thank it's you. just a reason for you to come back and play the game again right yes. it's just you tying into their ecosystem give them no more data yep all that good stuff give me missions guns all I mean, it looks shit. dope you know what it told me Wait six more months to play this game because I haven't bought it yet. I'll so buy wait it. till the expansion. I'll buy it in six more months when there's two more expansions out, and then I'll play all of it. Yes. Uh, Elder Scrolls Blades coming to Switch. I'm actually probably going to try this game now. Why yeah. not? It's the mobile game. Whatever. And then the last thing I have written down, which I actually skipped and I'm not coming back to, is that they have... <clears throat> Here's the description that oh, I've, I've announced for this. Oh, is this what I think it is? Announces new psychological time loop magic wielding action title, Death Loop. Oh, didn't think that's where you're going, but that is awesome. <laughs> I didn't understand. It looks fucking cool, right? It looks really cool. So the whole, it's like the premise of there's the, these, these like time two characters that keep going on, and there's two characters that are pitted against each other because they believe that killing the other one is the only way to fix the problem of the time and loop. And they kill other people. Right. So but the other one is like the cause of the time. I don't. It's like Groundhog Day. I couldn't figure it out, but it looked fucking dope. And it's from the same developers that made Dishonored. So it's got to be worth something, right? Like Dishonored so is it like, uh, if I, well, if I kill you six times, I get to leave. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But it looked fucking enthralling. And is it an NPC or do you have to play against another person? I'd imagine you could do either or. See, but that's that's the I'm curious. They don't they didn't tell us anything. Did you play Watch Dogs 1? I did. There was a they took so. People shit in this game. I liked it. I liked. It? I thought the story was great, um, but there was this really weird thing where you where you could go in and you, you could enable multiplayer, and the multiplayer in this in this world was it oh, wasn't like a thing you jumped into. Like you'd be walking around in your own world, yep. and someone else would zip into your world and they have like a contract to kill you. Yep, and you had to kill them before they could kill you. you. To find them and shit. Right. Yeah, I remember that day. That was weird. You'd just be running around and be like, "So and so's in your world, and they're coming to fuck you up." Yeah, and you have to- <laughs> like five minutes to find them. Right. Hated that. That was good shit. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I never looked on the roof. Guess where they were? On the roof? On the fucking roof or something like in a trash can. Amazing. That's all I had for Bethesda. So if I missed anything, let me know. Uh, no, other than Doom Eternal, but that's just another Doom. I, was, I, was, I didn't. The just, only thing. Well, that, here's, okay, here, here we go. Here's what we need to know about Doom Eternal. It's a Doom game. <laughs> it's coming. Moving on. They did. <laughs> they did mention something that it kind of pertains to like that other game from the Xbox. Conference. I can't remember what it was called. The Outer. No, it's the other one. Uh, the Bleeding Edge game is that it's two v two. You get to play as two <sighs> Doom Slayers, is what they call them, and then no two creatures, whatever they. Like call Doom them. looks cool. It's just not for me. That's, well, it's, I mean, if I'm you sure think, it's a fucking great game. Rage it's is just me. Doom, but somewhere else, just and somewhere not else. Hell. That's all that that game is. Oh, I missed. I did miss one thing. Uh, that's actually a really big thing. Bethesda announced their Orion mechanic. That, yeah, I wrote that down. Why didn't I say anything I, about I sk- that? I skipped over it too. So it's a co- it's, it's a complimentary thing. tool to help game developers with streaming services. Yeah. So it's not they're not launching their own streaming service. They are launching a toolkit that will better uh the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not streamline supports. Um 
optimize better optimize video games as made as long as they integrate it into the development process that will make them run better over services like stadia or xcloud so like that's one of those things where like that that we don't need that right like that isn't for consumers because that is a press event right they're right. going they're, they're saying hey here's this really cool thing and here's a guy right now streaming doom on his fucking phone and it looks great right yeah use our shit that yeah. was them selling to other developers but i thought it was an interesting thing where they're like hey so we're not trying to get into the game streaming like competition here no they're just but helping. use use our thing and it will make your game way easier to, to, to make stream. so it's cloud to orion then to system well no it seems like it's an actual thing that they build into the game so that like when the game is being streamed oh. it runs off like a different file set or something where like it, okay. it, it like it's some kind of maybe compression that like Helps and it. it's like, yeah that makes the game like a smaller footprint because he was saying that part of it was like the bandwidth it would help yeah. it would help cut the bandwidth that you need to stream games like in half yeah right <laughs> which is that's impressive. I don't know how they've done it. I'm really interested to see yeah, how the architecture go, that works. They didn't go into too much. I'm hoping there's some kind of like press release saying like how about how it does. But they said like just contact us and you can integrate it into your game. Like it works for all platforms. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not platform specific. It just if you are a game developer and you are creating games that you are going to stream, use our toolkit and it'll make it easier. Yep. So that's interesting. They're probably yeah. gonna make a lot of money on that. I, I I overall I thought that Bethesda did a it was a good conference. Yeah. No, I mean. I really, I really respect that they came out and were like, "Hey, Fallout seventy six, we fucked up. Yep. We get it. We're fixing it for free. Respect level. Yeah, absolutely. Did I miss anything else? No, no. I honestly, uh, I just want to know more about Ghostwire Tokyo. So that looks cool. That'll be one to watch for sure. We'll tell you all about it when it when it does the stuffs. Yay, play. There we go. Which I announced like this because the boy Greg Miller. Oh yeah, was the host, <laughs> and I really appreciate that. He did a great job, Greg. Um, he did. I he was amazing, right? I wish that he did the whole fucking thing. Like he's like he asked questions and they, they just responded. Well, dude, I mean, there's one thing I'm not, not the gosh too much. I Greg Miller. He loves I, Greg. I look up to this dude. I really do. Um, if you have, if you have, if if you have ever once watched anything we've done and thought that guy kind of reminds me of Greg Miller, thank you. I, I try really <laughs> Best hard. Best compliment ever. Best compliment ever. <laughs> I'll never be like, hey, remember? whatever. I I love this man. He's great at what he does, but. His I me, mean, he is a great fucking interviewer. Yes. It's part of why he got popular. He worked at IGN for a decade, maybe. I don't know. It was a long fucking time. I he wish was, I would have caught that. Yeah. No, he was great at what he did. And that's, I think that's part of why people like him. But um, that was fantastic. He did a really great job of like getting, like pulling some good information out of the Star Wars guys and then just like shutting everybody up. Like, let's watch fucking 15 minutes of Star Wars. Yep. So, how about that? We got 15 minutes of this new fucking Star Wars game. And I am so excited. There, I wrote more down about that than anything. <laughs> I went into this conference and I was like, look, I have zero expectations. Like it's Respawn. I get that. Respawn makes good games. Yes. They're a solid company. It's EA Star Wars. I have zero expectations. Holy shit, this game looks fun. Oh my God, I am officially hyped for this game and I did not want to be. <sighs> it will, if there is an, ex like this was the third guy. It's the kid from Shameless. Yeah, it's Cameron. Yeah. Cameron Mahanahi. Ma Mahanahi, Mahanahi. We both Mahanahi. just said it like he's Hawaiian. Mahanawana. The point is, <laughs> as we were talking about this earlier, but as soon yes. as that trailer came up, I was like, that's the from Shameless. Yes. But him being in that game. Why are we snapping so much? I don't know. <laughs> him being in the game is not like, I want to go play this game more. It's, dude, I want, it's Star Wars. It could be but anybody dude, ever. That's got to be cool for him, right? He's oh, the fucking 100%. main protagonist yeah. of the Star Wars thing. Everyone's a like, canonical Star Wars Yeah. Because like, this is a canon Star Wars story. I know. I'm really excited about this. Yes, and I it's am. like, this is, I think, honestly, for me, 
the time frame in which I would most like to see more Star Wars, yes. right? It's immediately following Order Order 66. Yeah. Jedi are all dying. Like, I am fucking about There's this. There's that survival in, we like, got, you've got a... We got 15 minutes of gameplay, 15 right? 15 minutes, yeah. And when that 15 minutes was up, I went, that was 15 minutes? Holy shit, I have been so into this. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like three. Yeah, it was so good. They uh, they said that they, they had a... Um, a theater opened where they showed an additional couple of minutes of footage before. And I can't find it anywhere, but they showed yeah. a few extra minutes of footage behind they, closed doors, behind closed doors. And it, it's just a little more information that leads up to where you just started. Right, where you started. Yeah. I love how they were talking about like, look, look, this is completely unedited gameplay. And he looked over to the guy. I was like, how yeah, many, how many, run, he's like, oh, but how many run throughs did you do before you did this? <laughs> a couple. And he's like six. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Okay. So first of all, the, the, if you were to just close your eyes and listen to it, you could. Oh, it's Star you, Wars. You could tell it was Star Wars yeah. right away. Well, to be fair, I mean, that's like they have official licensing from and support from Disney, right? So they're going to get them all the right sound effects and everything else. To get my them perfect, <laughs> my right? brother, when it pulled up the screen that said start, he's like, oh, great. They're on an Xbox because it had A to start. It did. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, this is what we're going to see on Xbox. I mean, well, if you've noticed, though, especially ever since Xbox One X came out, everything that's not at the Sony conference damn near runs on an Xbox. Yeah. Because Stay Xbox stability. One X is fucking like it's where it's at right now, yeah. and it's that, that's another one of those things where it's like you go to E3 and ninety percent of the trailers that you watch have the Xbox logo at the front because it's running on an Xbox, yeah, and you still buy in PlayStation. <laughs> it's like, come on. So, first of all, I, I, we're probably I'm I'm probably gonna fall in love with this game like so much that it might be my new favorite game. I don't know. I loved the Force Unleashed games. Loved them. The yeah. two, two was, eh, I mean, which but, is which is hilarious because they're garbage. But go on. But it's the closest thing that you have <laughs> to being a Jedi and slicing things in half and yeah, grabbing shit off. Certainly wasn't not at any all. Of that. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three <clears throat> was the closest thing until I played the Force Unleashed, and that was that was still because eh, it was more of like a side scroller almost kind of thing, and it wasn't all that great. You know, my favorite Star Wars game of all time is is it Legos? No. Oh, though, uh, <laughs> uh, the first six fantastic right the complete saga those ones yes but no star wars the clone wars for nintendo gamecube oh game was fucking fantastic oh i oh that's so far back in memory i know right i don't know if i know everything but it was that tiny little three and a half inch disc just held so many good memories (laughs) so much fun (laughs) so this game at least for me already when you Force powers, okay? They, yeah, can we can we just talk about when he walks into the hall and force pulls the stormtrooper with him and stabs him with the fucking you can you lightsaber? could you could oh do that God. in in the in the one Star Wars game? Not like that. You could not like not that. that gorgeous. You no. couldn't. <laughs> the I think okay. Everyone gets the coolest part of that entire thing. Whereas when that stormtrooper shoots a bolt and he freezes he him, it. pulls him to it, and then puts it in front of the bolt. Yep. Awesome is that? I mean, yes, they got a little thing from you know Kylo and everything, right? Well, and they talked about how like that was the first that was uh that was a very new like side of the Force that they were kind of explaining. It was between with, push and it pull. It was like yeah, it was in between push and pull. It was like controlling time. Yeah, all those are really cool way to kind of explore that avenue, right? The uh the thing is, I didn't know this that he's already Force sensitive and he knows it by the time the game starts. Apparently, oh, interesting. So it's not like he's like a I've got something inside of me and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Copyright strike. <laughs> uh, no, I think the kid's going to do a great job. They got Forrest Whitaker to go in there, which oh, is very cool. Yeah, he actually yeah. plays Saw, Saw Guerrera again. Um, so you want me to do a Star Wars anything? Yeah, I'm yeah, in. Put, yeah, put me in it. I'll, I'll do that too. The I love BD1 already. 
because he's not an he's not an astro droid. Yeah, he's not a BB unit. He's so cute. He's cute. Yeah, he's exactly. So cute. He's got his little I, like hunches on your little back. Yeah, and like the way that he slices doors is with his foot and not something out of his midsection like everything else. <laughs> like that was cute. Yeah. Um, they also really, they have a really good connection, which a lot of characters like um, uh, <clears throat> literally anybody and C three PO. They they have this like. It's a friendship. He's kind, of, you know, he's kind of a smartass. But yeah. they, there's a relationship. Yeah, with him. absolutely. There seems even more connected than anything else. I like that. Yeah, it already. It's like a you're my only friend. I'll kind go of back thing. and watch that again and see if I can find it. I'm well, sure that 15 minutes again passed around YouTube, right? Yeah. It's got streamed. Someone put mm-hmm. it up. If they well, didn't. okay. And then just getting mm-hmm. around, he force pulled a vine to him so he could use it to. to I swing. must have missed that. It's the first thing he does. Oh he, yeah. He gets a little guy. He like crawls up his arm. He's like, all right, let's go. And then he force pulls a vine to him. Swings. Force jumps. They don't call it a double jump. It's a force jump. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. And then because well, he, he did say double jump at the conference. Yeah. Like he's like, this made it made sense for a, to be a thing that a Jedi would have. And because Titanfall is famous for wall running, they got to right. throw that in the game. Um, but yeah, dude, there was so many pros. The sound quality is fantastic. Dude, we got how fucking gorgeous that game and was. The game, oh, it's so the sleek. graphics were so good. So sleek. And it was real gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game's See, gonna that, consume my entire life. This is um this is a perfect example, I feel like, of a late generation bloomer, right? Like yep. this is definitely like one of the last probably real big titles we're gonna get yep. for this generation before we start looking at PS5 and well, why don't they everything just, else. This, yeah, it's and gonna it be one of those things. In November 15th. I know. So it's like right around way, the time that nine comes out. Way sooner than I thought it was gonna be. Nine comes out like, in December. All this the heart the, the Star Wars hype is gonna be so real. <laughs> I watched that video 15 times probably because each time I watched it, I was trying to look at something different mm. and I was trying to see like things that were happening off to the yeah, side that you're not all the environment or stuff. like there's a tunnel that he didn't go through that you could have gone through. Yeah. Or if there's like a maybe uh, I think they said this, that you have to come back to locations later. It's, yeah. it's just like it is in Star Wars Legos where you have to beat the level and then come and then back come and, back and, later and get all get the other tools. Exactly. Yeah. So there's replayability. It's a good system. Yeah. And it works. And I'm going to do it anyways. I'm so excited. Good. No, I'm glad. Uh, Apex Legends season two. Shocker. Yeah. Whoop de doo. More guns. Uh, more game. More, I will admit though, stuff. probably new character. The cool thing about that conference was that they had all of those people standing outside on along that line, dressed up as those characters. Oh, I must have missed that. And they were like, like they were actually moving how they do, and that's in the pause menu or yeah. whatever. That was kind of freaky, but pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I got to give it to them. Um, let's see here. Bioware still working on Anthem. Uh, committed to fixing it. They you say. can stop anytime now. Hey now, hey now. Look at Fallout 76. I know, I know. That's that's potentially about to be the coolest fucking Fallout game literally ever this fall. <sighs> potentially. We don't know yet. But has the potential to be the coolest Fallout game ever because now it's actually going to be a Fallout game online. <laughs> yeah. Well and if 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 Anthem is for a specific player and it and it helps that whole side of the player. Yeah, honestly if once they once they finally get the fucking cataclysm update in, I'll probably jump back in and try it again. Yeah. I own the game digitally. Can't really do anything with it. Yeah, Might right. as well try to get my money's worth out of it, right? There's at least three games I didn't care <laughs> about on there. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the rest of it was Sims expansion. Shocker. Yep. Uh, Battlefield maps. Shocker. shocker. And new sports games. Woo! Sports. Yeah. Woo. There's like, there's this new FIFA, FIFA mechanic. 20. And I'm like, it's the same fucking game. I mean, to be fair, if you're, if you're a competitive FIFA player, I'm sure it's like... Super exciting. I don't huge. get that. Why don't you just sports. go outside and kick the ball around? That's way better. If you're Why don't that, you just go outside and have a Star Wars fight. That doesn't work. Lightsabers <laughs> don't exist. I can't force pull or force choke my friend. To be fair, I, I, I haven't, mean, I I haven't played can. a new Madden game since 15. <laughs> it's been long um, enough for me. Well, here, here's the trick, right? 
You buy Madden, Madden games that are exactly two years old. Why? Because they're $5 at GameStop because nobody gives a shit about them I just them looked anymore. at the PlayStation store. <laughs> so once Madden 20 comes out, you go to GameStop, buy Madden 18, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to get my football fix now. Yeah, exactly. It's three years newer than the old last one I played. Plus, I only know the roster from eight years ago anyway, so it's fine. I know the roster from Madden 2000. That is it. I, had, I, can't, do it. I can't help you since then. Nope. Uh, anything else? Um, no. This is part of why EA was, was later because there's it's, it's, not much to talk about besides um, Star Wars. Uh, what was it? Uh, nope, that was it. Are you ready for what is legitimately go officially going to be the longest episode of Gamescast to date? Because we it? are at two hours right now. Well, it's going to be, th there's three more things we haven't hit. Uh, there was there's three conferences we haven't. There hit. are four more things we haven't hit. Jesus. All right, next one. Moving on. Ubisoft. <coughs> I'm glad that they started off with the assassins thing. Thought that was cool. Completely unneeded though. I don't need it. Uh, oh, the, the 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 mode. Didn't need it. So yeah, Assassin's Creed story creator mode. Oh, that's not what I was talking about. They started out with a symphony. Oh, that was dope. It was, was cool. Not, I mean, I mean, I didn't need it either. That was fucking cool, though. If they had the but entire orchestra, you know why sure. they, you know why they did it, though, right? Just to remind you that there's an Assassin's Creed. No, that symphony, the full thing, is going on tour. Yes, all across, oh, the, that. All yes, across yes. the U.S. Yeah, they're going on yeah. tour. Yeah, that makes sense. I would go see that live. Are you kidding me? I would go see Assassin's it live. Creed has some of the coolest yes. fucking music in the gay video game industry. <clears throat> Not the, just some of the. Like it's, it's up there. I just wish it was Good the whole shit. orchestra. It will be on tour. I know. That's what I'd go see. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, fucking, I, I would if I had money. I don't, but if I did, I don't. <laughs> oh boy, I gotta buy video games. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, but so Assassin's Creed story story creator mode, not for me. But a cool thing. I mean, fucking sandbox. Did you not pay attention to this? I must have missed that completely because <laughs> I'm looking at the notes like that doesn't remind me of anything. <clears throat> um, it's essentially you can create your own like story arc missions. You can you can create like not just like your own missions, but like a whole like series of them together. So like. You go do with you get you get a quest from this person and take it to this person. You can create like branching story arcs and branching uh, conversation flows. I don't need it, but it's cool. I'm sure people will dig that. I think I would have been more excited about that in like the old Renaissance games because when I actually like really loved them. But <sighs> alas, they've lost me. It's a cool thing, right? Like they've, uh, they've people will enjoy it. They've completely lost. Here's me. the important part: no new Assassin's Creed this year. That's fine. Take a fucking yeah, break. Yeah, I'm fine with that because, and this is gonna sound like. Really bashy. I'm ready for them to be out of out of this like yearly release bullshit. No, not even just that because they've kind of they've strayed back from that a little bit. Um, Did you hear that? It was like the last twelve years they've only taken three year break. There's uh, like yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they've they've gotten a little bit better about it. Yeah, just um, I'm just ready for them to get out of this like desert land thing oh, and go back yeah. to more like just more exciting to me time periods. Well, did you hear right? about the next one that's possible? Mm -mm. Vikings. Yeah, I'm not sure sure how I feel about that. We already have For Honor. We've already had our Viking fix. Don't go there. To be fair, I didn't play much For Honor. I didn't either, but I played enough to get my Viking fix. I played enough to get my For Honor fix. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, new Ghost Recon game starring John Bernthal. We touched on that a little bit earlier, but it's just more Ghost Recon. It looks no. It's <clears throat> the same thing that happens with with Odyssey and Origins. It is a copy paste, but a little in there and that's it hold on is it the same location if it's let the me, same map that's copy paste let me argue that ghost recon wildlands was a vastly different game than any other ghost recon that's ever come out that is fine and that's why i liked it um i got here see here's what happened with me in wildlands right <laughs> they previewed wildlands and i went holy shit i care a lot about this ghost recon game this looks amazing i can't wait to play it and then i bought or i, I built my pc my gaming pc 
And because I bought the uh, uh, GTX 1070 at the time, they were doing a promo where you could either get a free copy of For Honor or Wildlands. And I was like, dope. Now I can play Wildlands. And I had to pay for it, right? Right. So I got, my, I claimed my free copy of Wildlands. And then because it was a PC game, I never touched it because I don't like playing games on PC. So I just never got to play Wildlands. Oh. But it looked really fun. And I watched a lot of gameplay on it because it looked fucking cool. It is fun what I got out of it. But I'm probably going to sell mm. my Xbox version of it and buy it on PlayStation. And then I'll replay it. Yeah. I know. Whatever. I know. Hate me. Love me. No, whatever. I mean, make, do what makes you happy. I just, I don't know if I'm going to like. If you want to play on a console that statistically doesn't look or operate as good, like, fine. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's all we have, Alex. <laughs> the stats are all I have. We don't have cool exclusive games or fucking. All we have is, are, is Netflix for video games and cool. Well, and I'm stubborn, so it doesn't matter what shit. you tell me. I'm, I'm blockheaded. What you're saying is just hitting and bouncing That's right back the off. statement of the century. Hey. <laughs> I do think that the Breakpoint game will be it's just more or less the same kind of thing but it'll probably be fun. gonna be really similar to Wildlands but it looks like it's gonna have a cool campaign mode at John yeah. in, which, and at least I, I actually when I saw his face I immediately went Punisher game uh -huh. and then it wasn't the Punisher and I got really bummed I really didn't like the uh, the trailer that they had if you watch his mouth in that trailer it is off it's Ubisoft uh, they they uh, stopped they apparently stopped caring about good lip sync a long time ago stop that Stop it. He either doesn't, if you're going to have him talk, but have a picture of the back of his head so you can't see his mouth is off. Just something. <laughs> if you're going to put that much time into having him as your person in your game, make sure his mouth and his audio actually line up. Come on. <laughs> Maybe it was the render. No, it's not. <laughs> Be better. That's always my, my hard part in this um, in this point in video games is that like I've grown accustomed to a certain level of detail, like yeah. with, especially with mouth movement. Yeah. And so when you watch like Square Enix's conference and it's all like these JRPGs mm. that have been mouthed over by US, it's like it's just off. Yeah. Not even close. No. Nope. Because they're literally speaking a different language in yeah. like the mouth movement for the scenes. Yep. And it's just, oh my God, it drives my pet peeves wild. I hate it yep. so much. Uh, and then the last big thing that I wrote down was uh, Ubisoft launching its own subscription service. The Uplay Docker. thing. Yeah, it's just, it's just another another game subscription service. What do you Docker? You didn't sell me on it, so I'm not about. Here's it. the thing that that I'm real confused about. Right, Games Pass, ten bucks a month. EA EA Access, five bucks a month. If you want that, which is five dollars a month for fucking the ridiculous content library that EA is giving you. Okay, yes, I, I was totally fine because that was, that was how I played Dragon Age Inquisition. That was mm. how I played Madden 15. <laughs> when I it. Uh, that's how I played NHL 18. Those are actually kind of that's fun. That's how I played start fights. Need for Speed something. I, I, Payback, I got probably. my $5 worth out of that every month yeah. that I had it for a while. But the Ubisoft service is $14.99 a month. No, thanks. What? Nope. What? That's gonna be a hard sell, kids. Nope. Unless you start jamming games that ain't Ubisoft games in there, that's gonna be a hard sell. <laughs> or knock that price down. Yeah, we're gonna need you to bring that down to at least ten, probably five dollars a month before. Like I, maybe eight. Somewhere yeah. in the middle. And either way, I got Games Pass. I ain't buying it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, let's be honest. That price needs to come down. Yeah, that is not what I want. Uh, anything that I missed from Ubisoft? They just they added another Rainbow Six stupid thing. I hate that. I hate Siege so much for this exact reason. Wait, Wait why? I, Siege looked like it was a fucking dope Siege game. Siege is so fun. The gameplay is really yeah, like when I actually shoot you okay, in the head, so you, it's a it's a. So you don't hate Siege. I don't, but here's why: I can't choose if I want to play single player. I don't choose the map, and I don't choose the game mode that I'm playing. So there's a mode in there where if you want to shoot, if it's your. Does the Siege not have like a campaign mode or anything? No, no, it's all online shit. 
I'm almost positive. It's been a minute. Anyways, if it's I want if I want to play the game in lone wolf mode and I want to go in and I just want to kill 30 people on a very specific map, please let me do that. Interesting. What I don't like doing is <clears throat> when I launch a map and it says you have to defuse a bomb. No, I don't want to do that. I want to shoot people. I want to defuse a bomb. I don't want it because then when you do that, then it turns into a shit. I don't want to do that. I want to choose and I want to tactically assault a plane or something. You know what I miss? Ah, capture the flag modes in multiplayer games. Yeah, Halo CTF is to this day my favorite multiplayer. It's the only multiplayer mode I have ever cared about, and it still hasn't come back on any other games. The the if other De like Destiny tried. They they implemented like a kind of like capture the flag esque mode. But I don't just give me two bases, flags. Yeah, let me storm the base, take the flag, and run away with it. That's all I want to do. Yeah, and then if you if you actually play with people, mm -hmm. they end up just shooting you anyway. So fuck off. Goddamn. So, yeah, they've just. Here's what they do. They release a new operator. They release maybe a new map or something. Right. Who the fuck cares? He's a he's a he's a double eight or he looks like a really old James Bond. So was it just uh, I don't remember. Was it just an update for just Siege? A, yeah. Well, and then they they also talked about um what was it Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is the next game that's coming out, and that looked more like a zombie ish kind of. It's probably going to be a zombie game. Siege has been out since 2015. Holy shit. And I did. I enjoyed what I got to play of it. Like when I got to do like the, uh, hey, here's how the game works mode. That was fun. What was the next one called you said? Quarantine. Quarantine. And that one, the the uh, trailer was kind of cool for it. That's 2020 sometimes. So. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only other I thing mean, that five, I... Five years tail time on, on a game is pretty fucking good. Yeah. And that, I didn't realize people it been out that long. Yeah. yeah. People still play the shit out of that the game. The Division 2 is also getting a Netflix thing if you didn't catch that. I didn't write down any of the stupid entertainment stuff that came <laughs> How out. How dumb from, is that? From any fucking. Why? Well, I mean, to be fair. Why? Of all of Ubisoft's titles, that one actually makes sense makes for sense, a show. Makes sense, but still doesn't I think that one will be a good show. It's just I just didn't write it down. Because there's a that fucking Always Sunny uh, creator oh, show, too. Oh, that was dumb. That's dumb. It's a series. It's coming. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I just specifically didn't write any of that down. Uh, Just Dance, the Four Honors thing. That's that's really about it. Perfect. Yeah, fucking Just Dance. God damn it. That's, I only liked it because of the Ben thing. That's the only reason I liked it. Moving on. Square yeah. Enix. Thank God. Moving <clears throat> on. Square Enix Conference. A huge Final Fantasy VII remake trailer releases March 2020. People can finally shut the fuck, fuck up. up about when it's coming out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, here's my thing. I was actually really excited for this. Not because I played Final Fantasy VII as a kid. I didn't. I missed that. I missed Final Fantasy all of them as a franchise until uh, five years ago, maybe somewhere in there. I picked up Final Fantasy III, got attached immediately, played the shit out of, <laughs> out, of the, out of the remake of Final Fantasy III. I wish it would come out for Xbox. Like I would love to play that game and get achievements for it and finish it because I never did beat it because 3DS. Because 3DS. Um, <clears throat> I think it's out on Switch now. I should probably buy that game again and play it. But alas, 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 I played that one. That was great. I played Final Fantasy 15 then thereafter because that came out and I was Are really stuck that. Are they actually in order? Don't even. Let that, it's a whole other game. That's game why I'm so confused when you say, well, 15 and 7 and 8. And I'm like, I don't understand anything. Um, so I never played 7 as a kid. But when I when people started freaking out about how they were going to make a remake, I went and looked up gameplay, right? Because it was PlayStation 1. So it's old game. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, cool, this looks like Final Fantasy. I'll play it. And then when they show the trailer, it's gorgeous. Like, it looks really fucking cool. But they've taken out the fucking turn-based fighting, which is why I like those games. That's why I love fucking... It's part of why I bought Octopath to begin with, because I really wanted, like, an old-school, traditional JRPG oh. to play. And so I was expecting, like, Final Fantasy VII. 
going to be a remake, gorgeous graphics with the same fighting system. No, it's all that real-time fighting shit from Final Fantasy 15 again. Yeah. Which, to be fair, people seem stoked about. Great. Just not what I was hoping for. I don't follow which, those games. Again, also, should not be news. There was a trailer already released once that showed this, apparently. Even though that I went back and watched the first trailer, the fighting system has completely changed from the first time they publicly showed it. a good thing or a bad thing? It's just different. Completely. Like... Hmm. The graphics, the way it's done, it's just very interesting. I might play that, but that'd be the one where it's like it's on the the <clears> system at Best Buy, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll fuck around for five minutes. Anyway, it looks gorgeous, and I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. I'm glad people finally have answers to the questions they have been asking, and now I don't have to listen to or read one more comment that says, "When's Final Fantasy coming out? March 2020. It's there you coming. Go. Uh, Final Fantasy. This, this was a very Final Fantasy. This is heavy. so." Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remake. That'll be super cool. Is that Thank the one you. that was on uh, like a mobile? That was mobile. It was wasn't a, it? D- a handle. D- yeah. yeah, that's right. DS, I think. Uh, DS one, I think for that. Uh, Final Fantasy eight remaster coming. Shocker mm. to nobody, I'm sure. Um, the uh, they announced a new game called Outriders from the, maker, the makers of Bulletstorm and God of War. That looked fun. A CGI trailer where nothing happens with no gameplay, yeah. no story, no speaking, no anything. It was just four people intriguing standing in though. a fire pit. In- was it? It's intriguing though. I need. I need to something. know more. But I don't, I don't need a lot. I need. Give me a voiceover. Yeah. Give me a setting. Mm-hmm. Give me a reason. There's people walking around in the you fire the pit. <laughs> Give me anything. Yeah. They gave me nothing. Nope. It was just people. Standing in a fire pit. Yeah. I mean, there was some there was some sort of signal of like, uh, yeah, obviously something has gone down. Yeah. But what has what is it? Here's the thing. I'm somewhat interested because it's from the people who made Bulletstorm. Yes. You ever play Bulletstorm? Uh, I think I'm thinking of the right one. Is it the one where you like slow down? No, I'm thinking of something else. It's first person though, isn't it? It's a first it's a first it's kind of it's kind of like it looks kind of Gears of War as a first person shooter. Yeah. Um, and they had you had like like uh, like powers skill and skill shots right? that you do. So like, you would get points for like you get points for headshots or right. for like blowing up two people with one grenade. And you would you would get this like action score that like the more points that you got, it was how I would hire and you unlocked more cool stuff, yeah, like more skills that you did. And it was just like weirdly fun. I didn't give a shit about the story, but the gameplay was so much fun that it hooked me. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm th- I got to be thinking of the right thing. It has like a blue cover. So on that alone, I will I will watch the next time I see an Outriders <laughs> trailer. <laughs> But I swear to God, the next time that they show me this game, if it doesn't tell me something, something anything literally. about what the game actually is, I don't give it. I'm done. I'm out. I don't give a shit about that trailer yep. at all. I remember this now. Um, so here's the big one, right? Oh, God of War. Here's the big one. Square Enix. Not, and we knew this was coming. The Square Enix announces and shows trailer for... Their Marvel's Avengers game. Oh, we're already A-day. hitting this, huh? It's the last thing I have on my list. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I'm surprised you skipped over the Steam Octopath thing, but that's no, that's oh, it's Octopath and PC. We we talked about that last week or two weeks, uh, two weeks, two episodes. I'm ago. very forgetful. Point. We, the point is, we talked about <laughs> it. It's coming out on PC. It's great. I already beat the shit out of that game. I'm done with it. Unless they put it out on Xbox and Dying Light. If they put it out on Xbox, I will play that game again. All 80 hours of it. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dying Light Two was the only other thing. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I didn't like Mirror's Edge. I don't need it again. No. Zombie world. <laughs> yes. Avengers. Okay. Remember how we talked? I want to know your thoughts in this game because I I swing very heavily in one direction. So I want to hear how you feel about it first. 
they're trying to save whatever they think is going to fail by having Troy Baker and Nolan North voice over. And not even just that. The cast is amazing. All of them. I get, all five of them are amazing. So what they're doing is they're like, this guy might be okay by itself, but let's just get this star crew in here and then we'll be fine. Right. And to be fair, like, I mean, Troy Baker even said it at the conference. He's like, I'm sorry, you want me to play who? Iron Man? Yes, I'm yes, in. Yes. <laughs> well, no, so he he plays Banner. It's oh, Nolan. It? Nolan. Nolan plays, uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoever yeah. was like, I'm sorry, you want to play who? Yes, I'm in. Yes. I'm 100% going to do that. Um, I can't think of her name, but the girl who, who's playing um, Black Widow is mm-hmm. also fucking fantastic. Yeah, the actor. other two, I, but the cast is amazing. Them. Yes. Um, you mentioned something right off the bat that you didn't like, and I was like, I didn't even see them do that, so I was really confused. What thing specifically? You said running. You said Dude, the running, the running looked, looks so bad. I couldn't see any okay, of the running because it looks so cinematic that I couldn't tell if it was here's the part thing. of it or not. Square Enix is not good at physics or physics physics. Well, have you ever Square seen? Square Enix. <laughs> Has never been good with physics. Except they helped make all the uh, Just Cause games. They published them. Oh, they did. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And to be fair, Just Cause is by far like the best looking game as far as physics go. And Final Fantasy 15 was a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. But they don't have like... Think about when you play like a GameCube game. Like people run, right? Yeah. But like... It's like they're floating on land... And just making the movement of running, yeah, they don't feel like they have that weight. Like, I don't know how to how to yes. describe it other than they don't they doesn't they have that weight of like their feet are hitting the ground, yeah, like just, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like when you it's, it's exactly where my head went when I was like, how do I compare this to a game? It's Assassin's Creed. Yeah, when you play Assassin's Creed, that game, like a dude looks like he's fucking running. Yeah, right. Like he's he looks like he is physically in the space that he is in, and Square Enix is not historically good at that. Which is why it must be like a lowest bidder thing. They must have been like the, the the lowest people to come in with Marvel with a title and say like, hey. We're a major publisher. We'll make it for this much. Yeah. And everyone else who was bidding on it had to be higher. Yeah. And so, like, I'm torn because the game doesn't visually look good. Asterisk in its current state. Maybe it'll get better. I would hope so. I'm sure they have some kind of budget. And the voice acting cast, like we just said, is incredible. But the game looks like dog shit to me. I didn't like any of their costumes. Yeah, the the, the character models were also not stunning. Nope. And part of that, I will admit... Could be biased because I'm 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 accustomed to seeing Robert Downey Jr. as, as Tony Stark, right? And then like, make a game with him, and they can't <laughs> they can't do that without paying him for his likeness, right? Yes. So they have to make it like resemble him, but definitely not look like him, yes. right? But still, like, especially like Black Widow, just looked they all looked boring. And Cap, yeah. like it just Cap's outfit it, it very much could be like it's very early. Like maybe there's a, there's a lot a lot can change can change in a year, right? Was there a release date for that or I don't anything? It was, just a, it was just a cinematic trailer, right? Yes. Um, I don't think there was a release date. So like, if there's a whole other year, a lot could change, right? Like making the game look great is usually one of the last steps in the process, from what I've heard. Yeah. So like, well, just because that you never criticism know. could be completely invalid the next time that we see something. But as of right now, I'm just like, man, this looks bad. Well, and I can't tell if it's like a, it's like a you. You're running, but it's more of like a you're just hitting forward, and it cinematically moves the camera along right. with him. I can't tell. That's I what it, tell that's what the way it looks cut. like. like yes. Yeah. Like, am I actually flying as Iron Man, or am I just telling him to go right oh, or left? Flying. I forget that. Also, like again, Anthem is a game that exists, and the flying and great. the flying in that game is Iron Man esque, and it is fucking perfect. Yep. Do that. Yeah. Just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Call someone who works for Bioware and say, "Yo." How you do that flying thing yeah. because it's perfect, right? Yeah. We need that. And it looked good. Like they showed that opening scene of like 
Iron Man and Thor are flying. Yeah. And it was one of those things where like, this is going to sound so stupid because of course this is what's actually happening. But it looks like they are hanging in midair and the world is moving under them. It does not look like they are moving. Like it's, I don't know what that difference is. I don't know what the differentiation is in your head when you look at it, but it's not right. Whatever it is, it is the wrong side of that equation. Yeah. I mean, if the game flops, none of our, none of us are going to be like, oh my God, I don't like the Avengers anymore. It's just going to be a, well, it tried. Well, it was another bad Avengers game, right? Like, yeah. It was another bad superhero game. That, which is sad because yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. And I don't want it to be like that, but like, go with Ubisoft. Like maybe, maybe Ubisoft didn't want it. Maybe they didn't have time. Maybe they weren't offered it. Like whatever. <laughs> but like, I love Square Enix games, but this is not... It's not a Square Enix this thing. Is, yeah, and I'm... Maybe I'll be proven... I'm open to be being proved wrong. I don't know who the developer is. I guess I didn't look. I don't know if they, if they mentioned it. Um, it could be a completely new developer. Maybe they bought someone new. Maybe someone else is working on it that I just haven't played a game from. Because um, like they said, they've got the people who made Bulletstorm and God of War Judgment, or God of War, Gears of War Judgment. Um, like Gears of War is a first party Microsoft game and that game, I don't like those games, but they have the thing that I'm talking about where like the physics work in those games. Yeah. So it could be a developer thing that like the specific Square Enix games that I've played, like just didn't have that thing because they were made by the wrong developer. And I'm just like, I'm just looking at early access footage going, ah, but right now I am not stoked on this game. So there is a few things I'm excited about. So it's single player co-op. Yeah, say single player story mode with co-op, it seems. So that's fun already, because even if the game's not stellar, I can at least play it with my friends. They're not charging you for additional heroes. I was so cool. That growing roster, when they said that no additional charge, that you're going to get more people, I'm like, well, that could mean Wolverine. That could mean Spider-Man. Probably won't mean Wolverine. That just rolled back to where... Probably will. Well... Probably not Spider-Man either because of the Sony licensing. Right. So remember when I said earlier how they, they tied together? If you go to the Avengers Tower in the Spider-Man game and you take a picture of the building like it tells you to, mm-hmm. it goes, man, I really wish the Avengers were around. They seem like they're never here. They're probably out west somewhere. And they're in San Francisco in this game. Are they really? Yeah. So it was like, a well, wait a minute. Is that just coincidence? Or is there something going on? Be. And it might be one of those things where like the Sony version of the game gets Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Like, if you I mean... I, I I didn't write this down, but a fucking course like Sony is partnered with Square Enix on this, so they're gonna get like the open beta and stuff ahead of time. Yeah, which like shocker, <clears throat> but just if I hope. Okay, Spider Man Insomniac did a great job of giving you the Spider Man yeah. you've always wanted. Here's, here's here. Let's let's go to this level. Oh God, Compa- for what I've seen so far, right? Mike Kenway, Xbox enthusiast and borderline fanboy, right? Borderline, borderline. <laughs> I, I can admit our faults, right? I'm not blind. I, I get it. I totally understand why people want PS4 this generation. I'm not arguing it. I I get it, right? Mike Kenway, Xbox enthusiast, would have rather this game been made by Insomniac and be a Sony first-party title than what I saw the release in Square Enix. At Square Enix Imagine Slam. having Iron Man, but just thrown into Spider-Man's world. Imagine flying around like how Imagine he Imagine if they started making the MCU. <laughs> Oh Again, my god. But in video game form and uh. all new stories. <laughs> See, like when they released the the Thor game, Dark World or whatever, after the movie, or like the Green Lantern game after the movie, those always blow. Well, yeah, when they're when they're movie games, I just I just hope this you does play a Harry Potter game, they are not good. They are not, but I just hope this game does the Avengers some sort of justice. justice. Harry Potter's Quidditch game, Quidditch World, whatever I think it was. That game was fucking great. That was, it was super fun. That was, it was different. different. That's a whole yeah, it's different. I just wanted to say not all Harry Potter yeah, games. Not all Harry, that no. one was great. But yeah, if they can do at least some sort of justice for the Avengers, 
then fine. Well, I'm again, happy with it. The cast is going to take a, take that whole thing a huge step forward. Yes. But God, they have got to nail the physics. Yeah. Because if I'm pulled out, and again, I'm not everybody. I'm going to be way pickier about that than most people are. Even the way they cut it, maybe. But like, man, if it looks like that when we actually play, I'm out immediately. I yeah. can't. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can stomach through that. Well, and I even mentioned that when I was. Um, I look at the weird, tiny details yeah. when I'm playing a game. Like I'll shoot water and I'll shoot whatever and I'll walk weird just to try to see how it is. Yeah, it's two hours and nine. I just wonder where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if that's what it's gonna be, like if I walk the character slowly and it looks like they're on a treadmill and not actually walking on ground, yep. that's gonna yank yep. me out. Or like when you go down a set of stairs and he doesn't actually hit the steps, the he triangle. just like he just like floats down the stairs at a triangle angle. <laughs> nope, not about it. Can't <laughs> do it. Start. Just, I have, I have a little bit of faith in you, but it's, it's tough to say. It's the, we shall see mentality. This is probably the biggest, we shall see that I've ever left in this fucking show because man, I am just right now. I am not on board. Yep. Well, we'll see then. All right. Okay. We got, uh, we got two more things to, to hit through one very, one very quick and one not as quick. Okay. Um, PC gaming show was a thing. I totally missed that. I tried to watch that one. I read the whole the whole fucking press release as far as everything that happened. There is one thing that I'm here to talk about. Is it and one thing only? Uh, it's gonna take me ten seconds to get through. You're gonna be excited about it, I think. Potentially, maybe. I don't fucking know. We'll find out. Eh? Eh? It's a mantra. Baldur's Gate three. Oh. Have you seen this? Do you know? Do you know anything about this game? I I vaguely know a little bit about it. Okay. Baldur's Gate two and Baldur's the Baldur's Gate in general. Okay. Are games that exist. I saw the trailer for it. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Yep. Do you do you know anything past that? No. The games take place in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. <gasps> that okay? Is that because were they taking down a dragon in the trailer, or was that the other one? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, that okay. Um, the game is being made by the same. Uh, I forgive me. I'm not looking this up right now. They're being made by the same developer that makes the Divinity Original Sin games. Okay. Which have glowing reviews on mm -hmm. Steam. They're really popular. I'm really hoping Baldur's Gate comes to consoles too, because I don't want to have to play this on, on PC to play it. Uh, but so it's it's been announced. There's been a huge wait time between Baldur's Gate two and three. Oh, I've heard it was like a. It's been it's been a while, but it takes place in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, and because uh, good old Wizards of the Coast is not to be outdone, there is going to be a tabletop prequel to the game. So there's going to be a Dungeons and Dragons adventure book. Much like the Storm King's Thunder one that we're playing for a zero XP right now. Oh, shit. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> like that. So there'll be an adventure in Dungeons & Dragons, the game that leads up to the beginning of Baldur's Gate 3, Holy the video shit. game that you play in the same universe. Well, that's pretty cool. Right? Wow. That is the only thing from PC Gaming Show that I gave a shit about. Interesting. This is great. I am so excited to play this game. I heard about it, but I didn't know that that was how that was going to work. I figured as much. Now you know. Hmm. Yeah, because I saw a trailer for something and it had like a cat and somebody else fighting a dragon or something. I have to do that for zero XP when that comes out. Play the play the play through the the campaign and then play the actual game when it comes out. I'm cool. Yeah, we should <laughs> probably do, do it. We should do that. Uh, well, that was all I had from PC Gaming Show. And then finally, to round out the whole thing, not Sony because they weren't there. Not but, Sony, but Nintendo. I want to switch so bad now, and I've never wanted to switch. You ever. have many reasons to want to switch, my friend. I immediately also, was. I looked up prices. Buy, if you buy one, play Octopath, please. I don't want to. I want to play Spyro all the time. No, play Spyro too. I that was my, that was my <laughs> thing. But get Octopath. It is it that you're always complaining about how games are so short. That will give you the fucking shit that you want to do. Like a thousand hours. A, that is a hundred hour game if you want it to be <laughs> by far easy, easy peasy. I think I put eighty or ninety into it easily. Mm. Um, 
just start out top of the show. They made the Bowser joke. Oh I am my so God. happy. It was that cringy. was my favorite thing of the whole fucking E3. It was so, it was so good though. It was good. Like he's like, Bowser walks out wearing a tie. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh, you mean him, not me? Oh, okay. And he does the thing where he walks up the stage to the wrong side. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I wanted an E3 to come true and it happened. I'm so happy. Thank you made Kenway I'm happy. Crying. I'm crying right now. I'm so happy. It <laughs> was, was so good. That was pretty good. And he's, well, doesn't he ask him? He's like, there's no relation. No, I get that a lot. No, though. I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That made me so happy. So here's the thing. The, I mean, there's lots of stuff, that, but like the, I, I tweeted about 10 minutes before the show start. I said, if at Nintendo doesn't give us an Animal Crossing trailer, I am so, I'm fucking quitting. I am done. <laughs> I am out. And we got a fucking full trailer for Animal Crossing New Horizons. And, and some... Oh, my God. It looks so good. I never understood the the thing behind it until I watched some gameplay. I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really wholesome game. Like, yeah. You go to... All of them are essentially the same idea. You go to a town. Mm -hmm. You don't have any money to, to buy a house. So you borrow money to buy a house. And then you decorate it and you make friends in town and you go plant trees and you catch fish yeah. and you make friends and, and you get gifts from them. <laughs> and then you, you pay off your loan eventually. Uh, it's kind of like D&D, &D, right? They let you live out a lot of the dreams that you'll just never get to live out in real life. Like yeah. having friends and uh, paying off your debt and getting eight <laughs> hours of sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> things that you want to do but can't. Things that you'll never actually experience in real life. Um, so that looks really that looks super great. It looks super cute. And then Doug Bowser actually did an interview, which I didn't link in here, but I did see earlier today about how like his Animal Crossing has been delayed a lot, right? This is the first real look that we've gotten at it, and it's now not coming out until March 2020. Well, they even said, "Hey, sorry, but thank you for waiting." Well, and I think initially it was supposed to be out this year still, but it's coming out. Uh, was it March 2020? Yeah, March 20th of 2020. Um, which come on, man, if you're gonna do that, at least put it out in February so it's 2020, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, 022020. Yeah, you at least get a so try. Close. Yeah. But uh, Doug Bowser did a, did a whole interview about how, uh, like, the, the crunch, like, the mantra of, of, like, going into crunch time for video games, how, like, all these video games will set release dates, and then their developers are working 100-hour weeks for oh, four yeah. months, killing themselves to try to deliver half of a game. Yeah. And he was like, that's not how we work at Nintendo. Like, if we need more time to build a game, we're going to make sure our workers maintain a work-life balance that is healthy for them. Yeah. And we'll push the game out and we'll put it out when it's ready. Yeah, we're going to put it out. out. We're going to ship a full game and take care of our employees. And I was like, Doug Bowser. Yes. My guy. Fucking king of the Koopas. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm about this. Although I really appreciated that. I think it's an interesting conversation. And I don't... I mean, the reason more people, more companies don't do it is because money, right? Like They got yeah. to get that money coming in and get people playing the game. But like... You could really learn something from Nintendo at this point. If they can do it, anyone can. Yeah. Um, then there's the part that made me fucking jump out of my chair and get so excited. Yeah. I think I face rolled my keyboard and sent it and sent it to you on you Slack. Did. You went boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel is in development. We got zero info on it. We got zero release date. We got nothing except for a little quick little trailer that shows it was kind of cool. Shows fucking zombie ass. Ganon coming back from the dead. I'm about it. Give me that game. I need it right now. I need it right now. You I see this Zelda. There's lots of Zelda on this arm. I'm getting more Zelda on that arm in a couple weeks. I'm excited. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right, hold up. You nope. have anything to add? You no, didn't play, I want to play Breath of the Wild. So no, I want to see exactly what you said to me. <laughs> I want to see what you said to me. 
I'm gonna find it. It was essentially just that I was dying, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to find it later. It was like, sorry, having a heart attack, face roll keyboard. Yeah, face roll keyboard, bye. <laughs> Talk oh. soon. Yep. I can't find it. Oh, well. Um, so there was that. That's, yeah, it was essentially like, I'm having a heart attack. <gasps> I did not expect Breath of the Wild sequel this soon. Well, that's what I was thinking, because they came out well, the same actually, year as Horizon. Let's back up. I did not expect a new, like, a new full title Zelda game to be in development already, or at least to be like shown to us already. Yeah. Much less did I expect them to directly say that the next Zelda game coming out is a sequel to a Zelda game that already exists. Yeah. That's weird for them. Yeah. That is not how the Legend of Zelda well, series yeah, works. Well, yeah, because the Link's Awakening thing that comes out in September. Uh, so that's a remake of an old Super Nintendo game. Yeah, and it has that sort of the look. Well, too, yeah, because like the, the old school um, Zelda games were all top down. Because that yeah. was, was all they could do at that yeah. point, right? Uh, but they did it in like... A super cute way. Yeah. It's got like Wind Waker kind of style graphics and it's mm -hmm. adorable. And there's a Link Amiibo that's going to be coming out with it. <laughs> I need it in my life. <laughs> take all my money, Nintendo. Uh, I'm really excited. Link's Awakening was a fantastic game. I'm so excited to play through that game again. Yeah. Uh, this is exactly the way that I would want to do it. And this is actually the funny part about this coming out now is that was it the last 3DS game, which I bought. I never got to finish playing it because Switch came out and I got rid of my 3DS. And I'm still really sad about that. They had the, the Link Between Worlds, I think, was like, uh, I think it was supposed to supposedly was the sequel to Link's Awakening, which will not be out again for people that actually play it. So you can actually get the whole story now, which will be super cool. I'm excited. I like it. It looks fun. Uh, they announced Luigi's Mansion 3. I was just going to say that. And uh, with the shocking and stunning new protagonist, Gooigi. I thought that was hilarious. Amazing. Like he can walk through bars and, and through spikes, but beware of water. He doesn't beware do well. of water. He doesn't do it's goo. He doesn't do very well in the water. Not much to say, but it just fucking looks great. Luigi's Mansion is fun. Yeah. That's like you've already named three, two or three games that I was like, dude, I want to switch just to play these things. Dude, we ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. I know we're not. And it's um, crazy. Dragon Quest Eleven coming September twenty seventh. I've never played a Dragon Quest game, but people the people love them. I've heard a lot of good things. And now that there's one for Switch, I'm, I can play it. I can, I, I'm can. i going to buy it and try it out because there's been hype for this game since I was in middle school. Yeah. Uh, maybe younger. Like, Dragon's Quest is a huge deal. I've just never played one. I missed the series. So, hopefully it's a good one that's so I can get my toes wet and uh, it ends up being a good experience and I get the full Dragon Quest thing coming. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, bu 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 I don't no think I've ever sneezed on camera. No More Heroes 3? I'd never heard of the series, but the trailer looked fucking cool. I couldn't tell, like, if you noticed, like, while he was doing things, that there was, like, it had, like, two red triangle sort of looking things. Nope. You didn't notice that? Nope. I don't remember the trailer at all, but I remember thinking it was look really fucking cool. It looks good, but I can't tell if it was, like, a, it's a video, and you just have to interact every once in a while. That's what it oh, looks like. Oh, right. Because, like, there was a triangle, so I was like, what do you do? Do you just swipe? I'm really interested You should, you should probably now. look into it, because I don't know if it's, I can't tell. I really can't. It looks like it's a movie that you just interact with. And if you don't, maybe something bad happens to him. Uh, so the original was an action adventure hack and slash game. So well, that's you actually not. doing it. Yeah, it was for the original was for Wii. I've never heard of this series, probably because it was for it. Wii. But uh, apparently it was originally planned as an Xbox 360 game. But they suggested the Wii as, as it's for the control structure. That's makes hack, sense. hack and slash. Yeah. yeah so you're just sense. like interesting. That either, in any case, that game looks really cool. I don't know anything about it, but it looked dope. I thought it was Gundam at first. Uh, got same. The, yeah, actually, I was like, I was like Gundam Zoids? What is I know. Yeah, looking at I right was now? real confused. Uh, two more Resident Evil games coming to Switch, uh, as is the oh, Spyro trilogy. I know. That was Resident Evil Evil 5 and 6. I think, <laughs> 5 coming. and 6, yeah. yeah. Uh, they announced Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3. Which, yeah. 
I just don't care about. I don't either. I played the first one and that was boring, but people love it for some reason. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be great. It wasn't for me. It's, it's coming. Me people either. excited about it. Giggity. Whatever. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then the last thing I want to talk about for this we already uh, know. is it was not something that was actually necessarily E3 specific, but it was Nintendo specific. So I saved it for this section. Which is the backlash surrounding Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's what I, yeah, I figured we, this, if there's anything you end on, it's that. People are not happy. Why is that? Because it's just Pokemon two times bigger or five times bigger than no, what they are not, or something? It's not the Dynamax bullshit thing. <laughs> not the Dynamax bullshit. I think that's what it's called. It's such a stupid word. I don't for such get a stupid it. thing. It is. People be upset. And I, for once, and I agree. I think people have a valid reason to be upset, which is this. <laughs> Every, and I mean literally every single main title Pokemon game since the very beginning. So like red, blue, yellow, there were 150 Pokemon, right? Okay. That was it. You played the game. You got the Pokemon. That's what you, you, get. That, you get what you get, right? Gen 2 comes around and they add 87 more? I'm going to get that wrong. It's about 100. It's about 100, but I think it's a little bit less. Um, they add 100 new Pokemon. And those are the only Pokemon that you can get in the main game, right? So you had to you go through, you fight the eight gym leaders like you in the first game. You beat the Elite Four. And once you do that, you can go back and you talk to Professor Oak or whatever. I'm real loose in this. Don't don't rip me to shreds. Rip you go back, you talk to Professor Oak, and he's like, yo, we're gonna I'm we I just expanded your Pokedex to catch some stuff that maybe you hadn't seen before. And then that unlocks breeding the first 150 into the game. Okay. So now you get all the new Pokemon and all the old Pokemon, right? Okay. So if you if you really fucking love Pikachu, you get Pikachu in your game, right? You really love Charmander, you can get Charmander in the new games, right? Gen three comes out, you get then another hundred ish Pokemon. I don't remember even remotely how many it was, but they they add more. And during the main game, eight gyms, Elite Four, you just get those Pokemon. You just get the new guys so that you get familiar. You learn who they are. And after you beat the after you beat the Elite Four. You go back and you get that expanded Pokedex in the first 250. Mm. Come right on in, right? Wow. Okay. Now, you, now you get everything. So it's just and it's been that every single time a new generation comes out, you beat the game with just the core Pokemon from that game, and then it expands outwards and lets you bring in the, the whatever was there before, right? And they've even had stuff like Pokemon Bank was a thing that existed, so that you could take like Pokemon from older games and bring them into newer ones, so you could just like transfer them straight in rather than having to go out and try to catch them. Holy fuck! Right? And then they announced for the new one this is, that was going to have a thing called Pokemon Home, which was this like cloud infrastructure, which was going to connect to Pokemon Bank, and it was going to connect to Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it was going to connect to all, like, all the 3DS games so that you could like have the central place that you could upload your Pokemon into the cloud, bring them into the game if you want to, right? Because this is an important thing to people. News comes out, Pokemon Sword and Shield, no old Pokemon at all whatsoever. It'll be the new core 100 or whatever they're going to add to the new thing. And the first original 750 or however many fucking there are at this point, none of them are going to be in there. Only new Pokemon. Why? Here's their excuse. And here's where it falls apart, right? They say that it's because that this, this is the first title on Switch, right? And they're doing all these new animations, all these, like, all these new character oh. models and stuff that it would simply just be be way way too tasking and way too much to try to even even consider doing that right okay so just release updates over the next five years horse shit right for one you're nintendo you have the fucking budget do it yeah right 
And everyone's like, what the, what the fuck new anime? We've all seen the battle system. It looks just like every other battle system you put out in a fucking Pokemon game for the last 10 years. Just more modern, right? Yeah, it's just the Nothing new. look. You've been reusing sprites this whole time. Don't don't try to act like you haven't been reusing <laughs> assets from Pokemon games. You've been doing it. Of course. 100% you have. You've just been using the same exact thing, up a little bit, right? Yep. And you're telling me that you... What animations are you saying that you... That you really? What? And people are fucking pissed. And I agree. Like, especially as someone who's like, I've been looking forward to having a main title game on Switch literally since they, they i saw one switch commercial my immediate thought was i could finally play pokemon on my tv right mm -hmm. like and not in like the bullshit like pokemon stadium way that they yeah. had back in the day like oh yeah i can just have a pokemon game that i take with me on the go and i can hold on pet souls give me a switch right now that's all i need not even not even the fact like zelda as you know me the zelda guy wasn't even the first thing that popped in my head it was pokemon wow and now they are taking my childhood pokemon away from me <laughs> i am upset now, here's the thing. I'm still going to buy the game. I'm still going to play it. I'm just going to be mad about it the whole time. But Rightfully this, is, I think, so. this is the first time I think I've ever had like, this big internet controversy go up against a video game. And I'm like, no, I agree. This is a fucking misstep on Nintendo's part for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. That said, though, they did redeem themselves in my eyes, which I'm sure this upset everybody else in the, in the world. There will be no Z moves, no Mega Evolutions. I don't give a shit about Mega Evolutions. I thought they were stupid the first time. That I sounds saw them. dumb. It's because it is. It's Digimon in the Pokemon world, uh, essentially. Like you, uh, just, you you get a Charizard, and then first, and then Charizard can temporarily fucking evolve into a different different version of Charizard. And at the end of the battle, he goes back to being normal Charizard. Fuck that. That's, That's stupid. dumb. I don't need it. That's dumb. They all all the character models look stupid. They ruined. I just no. I am not about it. I don't give a shit. I am sure other people. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure other people loved it. I'm sure they're mad that it's not going to be in the new game, but good fucking riddance. Game is a giant Dynamax shit for all I that care, I guess. That's stupid. Uh, but yeah, so that was interesting. They're just uh, apparently not. Oh, and it's called the Gala Region, apparently. Like G-A-L-A-R. And they're the only Pokemon that will be in this game are Gala Region Pokemon. Interesting. Well, you've interesting lost decision. You've lost me. I mean, I wasn't really a Pokemon person before I mean, this, but I'm, I'm almost sure that Pikachu specifically will end up in the game somewhere. Well, duh. But like, I want this. Uh, uh, I, want, <laughs> I want. I want the other ones. I want the other ones. Like, don't get me wrong. I have no. I had no answer. No qualms. No plans to do to try to catch all 900 Pokemon or whatever. Whatever there's going to be now. But like, I want my fucking Charmander, right? I yeah. want. I want to have the essentials. Little, I want to have my little Turtle Boy Squirtle. Like, I need him. I need that in my life. Little Squirtle. My, my little squirtle squad. I need six of them. Give me all of them. Give me all the squirtles. <sighs> that sounds sexual, but I'm just gonna. But all that said, Nintendo, um, their conference was like packed with games. Yeah, there was some was... stuff that I kind of expected. Um, but there was a lot, well, especially there at the end. There. And I have one more thing I want to talk about with Switch, but I want to see if there's anything else that you've got. No, I mean I I saw the Animal Crossing thing, and I saw a few of like the the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> was that it? Was that what you're gonna? No, not yet. No. Uh, Mario and Sonic is whatever. It looks it cool. Looks like some, some fun another, games. Another, that I... Yeah, another Olympic mini game with Mario and Sonic. Yeah, it just looks fun. I'd like. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a Gamescast episode. If it wasn't, we talked about this in the Bob Shop podcast. But I'm pretty sure it was a Gamescast episode. Where I don't know. Six months ago, sometime in there, I was like, man. Uh, I really feel like there's just there's no way that The Witcher 3 is not coming to Switch. Oh. <laughs> and it has to be. And I want it to be there. Because, like, I want to play this game, but, like, I want to be able to take it on my own. It's a big... It's, like, it's a lot of time commitment that I just don't have at home right now. Like, 
And then I finally like waited a few months, a few more months and gave up on it and started playing it on console. And then lo and behold, E3, Witcher fucking three coming to switch. Ugh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Cause I really got hooked into this game. Like when I started playing on Xbox, I just haven't been able to go back to it. Cause I don't have time. Right. Yeah. So we were talking about with the overwatch thing. Like I've been playing overwatch lately. Cause I can play for 20, 30 minutes at the most and, Put it down and walk away and be totally satisfied, right? Yeah. I, if I'm gonna play The Witcher, I need at least an hour. Yeah. Right. Because I, as soon as I once I figure out what I'm doing again, like the tasks take a while. It's yeah. An RPG game. Yeah. If I can play that, and take that on the road with me. Ooh. There goes I your life. So and it's the complete edition. It's got all the DLC and the whole thing's coming to Switch. I'm emotional. I'm so excited. This is. It's just more and more, ever. The longer than the Nintendo conference went on, the more I was like, man, I need to look up how much the Switch is and get it. It's worth it, man. Especially, I mean, if you, and I know that you don't much, but like if you travel at all, like the Switch is a fucking lifesaver. Well, you know, I don't travel a lot, but not now. But you when just, I, you did for a while. But yeah, I, but like if I go to a family reunion and I don't want to talk to yeah. anybody, I can just play Spyro. Yeah. I have to talk to anyone. Absolutely. And the game, because the game selection has gotten so good over the last year, especially like they get to keep, yeah. keep plugging in stuff like the Spyro trilogy and The Witcher 3. And <sighs> well, there was, um, okay, I don't want to go too much into detail because we are at 240, but what is Nintendo Treehouse? Uh oh! It's Nintendo Treehouse Live was their like their E3 experience, like when you went and found oh, the Nintendo booth. That's at when you go. E3, okay, it was Nintendo Treehouse. I was like, is that like a streaming thing that they're doing too? I couldn't tell. Oh, that was the thing. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Oh, okay, uh, so Treehouse was the, yeah, that was like Nintendo's presence at um at E3. At E3 oh, okay. when you went to the booth. That's what. Okay, Microsoft dropped a bomb that I forgot to I didn't write down. That's why I forgot about it when they unveiled XCloud. Said it's coming later this year, right? They didn't mention anything about their partnership with Sony, which I'm. Still really curious as, as to like what that's going to look like for xCloud. Mm -hmm. um, but the uh, they announced as they were talking about xCloud stuff that it was playable at E3. So you could go to the Xbox booth oh, yeah. at E3 and you could actually play games running on xCloud. Mm -hmm. Which Stadia was there too and, and running that whole thing. But I thought that was really interesting. They were like, hey, come try it out. It's here. Let's yeah. go. We, we're, we are ready to show you what this thing is about. Mm. I was like, whoa. I wish I was at E3. Why didn't we go to E3 this year? Sorry, it's not. It's not either of our faults. It's just it just didn't happen. But next year, we got to try. Got to do the thing. It's like expensive to go. And that's, plus, it's, that's it's, true. If Sony's not gonna, oh sure, I could have saw Keanu Reeves maybe you know in, in person. That'd have been cool. Oh, you could have seen Keanu Reeves in person, my friend. He was there. That, that boy was there. Yes, he was. Anyways, uh, I I wouldn't mind going. I think the experience alone is why I would go. Yeah. Well, I go, and it's like when we had like a really short conversation about it, and I was like, it'll be overdue for a vacation at that point. And like, yeah, we'll be there for work, right? Because we're going there for like yeah. Gamescast, but it'll be fucking fun, right? Yeah. Like it's E3. Yeah. We'll play a bunch of fucking games. We can come back and actually have hands on time with all these games that we're talking about. Yeah. Like, and then what we might even do is split it off into multiple episodes. Oh, we, we'd have to. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. I mean, no like, that, that'll be like the, like the death of, my, of Kenway week because we're going to have, we're going to go play all day, come back, record our reactions, post them the next day, go. Yeah, play stuff all day. Come back, record a direct. Like it'll be like an everyday, uh, and I'm gonna die, but it'll be worth it. It'll be worth <laughs> it. Good lord. Well, shit, man. We're at two we, hours and forty two minutes. We, we did less than three. We didn't hit the three hour mark, which I'm kind of upset about. You want to just sit here in silence for the next eighteen stare, minutes? We just stare at the camera for eighteen minutes, silent. This is uncomfortable. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, who's going to break first? No. So this was uh, this was one of the more fun ones, honestly. Like, I really liked the very first episode that we did. And there's a few in the in-between where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty amped up about talking about this stuff. I'm probably not going to shut up about Star Wars until it comes out and even after that. But <laughs> E3, honestly, we 
I'm curious about what your thoughts are. A lot of this stuff that we talked about is a little opinionated. I mean, if you thought the Avengers game looked really cool, tell us what you liked or didn't like. Because yeah, please call, call, call us under bullshit because this is definitely the conversation is what we're having here, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, are there I games think, that we didn't hit that you thought were interesting? Because we didn't hit I'm, everything. I'm going to go on a limb here. I don't think I've been this excited about an E3 since the announcement for the Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, because, surprise, Kenway watched the Xbox One announcement and was like, I'm in, sign me up. And I could not wrap my head around people being upset about it. Take my money. But uh, I don't think I've been this excited about an E3 since then. Like There are so many good games, or so many games that look good at least, that are, are coming out around the corner. Oh my God. There's, I like... I made a an Amazon list earlier of like all the games I want to pre-order, and it is a staggering amount of money. It is. If we bought the amount of games that we wanted to, we wouldn't be able to survive. Yep, that's true. I don't need toast. I can yeah. just buy a game. <sighs> I guess four, at least four major titles, not including Switch ones, because I haven't done those yet. Coming out between now and the end of the year, that I need, that I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm already up. pricing out Switch. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll get there. But all, alas, is there anything? My dearest friend, in your list that we did not cover. No, we covered literally, I did think, we get it all? everything. Um, I mean, again, if if there was something that we didn't hit that you want, that you're amped about or excited about, or, or if you, if you agree want to with know, us. Yeah. Say, or if you want to know what we think about something that we didn't hit. Like, I tried my I tried my damnedest to, like, I was like, we have, we can't go over three hours. We just can't. Yeah. And I want to fit as much in here as we can, but, like, I'm not going to talk about every single fucking title that came out. Because, again, Xbox, we would have been here all day on Xbox stuff alone. They did 61 titles yeah. in 90 minutes. Like, yeah. that's a lot. We'll probably go over more of these as the episodes continue. This was uh, Game Shelf 13, which I didn't say at the beginning, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> lucky number 13. <laughs> I have you know. no, it's, Is it really lucky? I don't know. But anyways, um, you can find us in all of the links in the description, but that's, like, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, all, that, all that good shit. All the Patreon uh, yes, yeah, so the link to our YouTube channel is in our YouTube description. Yeah, it is. Hopefully, you're. That's why I just realized what you said. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why is there a YouTube link in the YouTube video? But, uh, but Spoiler no, there's not. Damn it. That'd have been funny, though. This but is yeah. a subscribe button. So I guess technically there's a YouTube link. But, yeah. you know, yeah, if you like what you see, stick around. We've got a, we've got podcasts uh, that come out on a biweekly basis. And then the game shelf comes out on the opposite of that biweekly. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, our D&D podcast is actually finally right around the corner. We're going to be working on uh, delivering that to the world real soon. Uh, but yeah. And um, so that's again, that's Kenway. And uh, I'm Alex. And this was Game Shelf 13. And I have to come up with a new thing for you. And I, I've completely spaced it. Kill some zombies. Do it. All of them. Jump over them like in Mirror's Edge. Bye. <laughs> Ew, why did I do this? What no, was no. that? Bye. Am I Captain Kirk? <laughs>